What is a witch? We're going to find out today on the Dipshit Files. I'm Mr. Scriptkeeper. And I'm Mrs. Scriptkeeper. And that is our question. And we have somebody that can help us uh, find out what that is. Yes, you do. It's you. It's me. Witch lady. (laughs) Hello. In case you were wondering, what is a witch? What's the difference between a witch and Wicca and a heathen and a pagan and an occultist? We're going to try and figure that out. I've always wondered those things. Yeah. All right. Well, it's another dipshit file. I I don't even know who the dipshit's going to be. It's probably me. It's probably the church. All right. So what is a witch? That is our question for today. Yeah. And it gets thrown around all the time. I think we all in a, in Western culture, we kind of know what a witch looks like based on the caricatures of mm-hmm. you know TV shows and movies and stuff like that. Well, even that has changed. Right. You know, over the decades, it's changed. So you know, what, what I would think of as a witch being in my you know late 40s, early 50s is not what someone the age of my son would consider a witch. Right. So the aesthetic has changed, the look has changed. So it's it's kind of interesting. I don't know. This is a really good question. I think this is going to be an interesting show because mm-hmm. it's it's become popular. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's beginning. It's getting more popular. Yes, it is. I wonder why. I wonder if we'll be able to talk about that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's still pretty maligned as well mm-hmm. it's becoming popular but it's also still very well right. maligned by religion mm-hmm. and so it sits in this weird place where it does, it's yeah. almost like the religion that can piss your parents off mm-hmm. in just the right way mm-hmm. uh, and there's another thing about it too where it's it seems to be more popular for ladies mm-hmm. and there's pushback against that for various reasons but i've always liked it because it's a, a empowering kind of religion mm-hmm. or not even religion just a, a place to well, sit you know, you know it's it, this is going to be a, a fun conversation because some consider it a religion right some consider it a practice or a spirituality uh, yeah and some I'm, and and to a lot of people it just seems like a, a dress you know like a fad an or an aesthetic yeah, yeah mm-hmm. it looks like grunge or some shit right yeah so let's get to the bottom of that for sure okay. there's lots of places to go mm-hmm. i'm curious just it's hard to find data on these kind of things because right. witches aren't going to be like, I'm a witch. Mm-hmm. It's not an easy question to answer. Mm-hmm. But how many witches are there in the United States, would you say? Well, And how would you even figure out that? The, I, I actually did some uh, looking into that. <clears throat> and I discovered that there's really no way to tell. There's no uh, demographic. There's no way right. to tell exactly. But what they can do is they can count the number of those that claim Wicca as their religion. Mm. And now that Wicca is is not really witchcraft. Right. Witches don't necessarily not consider all that witches even. are Wiccan. Right. Most aren't. Right. Well, I well, don't even want to say that yeah, because yeah, I don't saying. I don't know. Um, but what I did I'll find say it. fuck him. I'll say it. Well but what I did find out is in nineteen ninety there was only eight thousand claimed Wiccans in the US okay. in nineteen ninety. In 2008... Oh, damn, you'd think there'd be more with that many hot topics running around. Sorry. <laughs> in 1990, 8,000. In 2008, there were 340,000. Okay, now we're starting to flow with the, yes. uh, the malls in America and the hot topics. Right. All right. In 2008, 340,000 Wiccans. Now, that's not exactly witchcraft, 
Right. But it is a, a pagan spirituality. Right. And why don't we start there? So why would you say, because you're, you're very involved with a lot of different witches from a lot of different backgrounds mm-hmm. that are on the internet all, today. All over and, the U.S. Actually, yeah. all over the world. Right. But yeah. Uh, and most of them kind of look at Wiccanism or whatever, Wikianity, <laughs> as a... Uh, not as witchcraft, but as they don't necessarily talk about a lot of shit. They don't spend time talking Mm-mm. shit about it or whatever, but they don't recognize it as witchcraft. Why? Um, that is a very, all of these questions. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to be transparent because a lot of these questions are going to be difficult for me to answer. Not because uh, I'll be answering from my own experience, right. my own opinion and my own research. Um, I am not a Wiccan. Right. So um, yeah. I have never been a Wiccan. I am very familiar with the Wiccan practice. Um, but, you know, any witches that are, are will be listening or Wiccans that will be listening to this podcast, I can guarantee you there's going to be disagreement. Right. Because everyone practices... Uh, they, they might follow a flow, but everyone practices this in their own way right. um there's there's many different opinions and there's many different avenues and well, different ways but that, wicca i'm sorry i totally walked over you no go for stepped it stepped on you wicca is a, a fairly new wicca is a new religion and it's considered a religion or a form of spirituality well they filled out the paperwork and it, they wanted to be a religion yes. they're like let's make this and it legit. was brought here um it was brought to the U.S. by a gentleman named Gerald Gardner in the 1940s. Okay. Okay. And it has morphed and changed over the decades into modern day Wicca that we have today. Now, there are claims that Wicca was brought from Europe and it was actually an old pagan tradition, an old uh, pagan spirituality and it's um, ancient is what Gerald Gardner said but he added his own spin on it and added a few things here and there to make it more modern and, and it so be- put a trademark on and that it's, shit. it's become what it is today now Gerald Gardner um, the one thing that I do deeply appreciate about Wicca is that Wicca opened the door for the rest of the witchcraft community to come forward Decades later, right. uh, Wicca ha- is recognized as an actual religion in the United States now, uh, and it's recognized by uh, the U.S. military. Right. So it's it's made it so that witches can come forward, um, and it's. Uh, but kind of under like a faux <clears throat> faux witchcraft, though. If you're a witch and you're well, interested in you know, really voodoo. You're not a Wiccan, but you're, right. if you're in the military, you're like, I guess I'll have a Wiccan chaplain. Well, know. yeah, see, it's, <coughs> it's not open the doors for everyone, but it's, it's slowly open, opening the doors to the concept of becoming more mainstream. Well, that's funny because witchcraft is probably one of the oldest it is. kind of forms it, of religion. It really, is. it really is. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I, I can't speak to witchcraft as a religion. Um, because to me, religion is organized. There's a book that you follow. There's right. rules that you follow. There's steps that you take, and there's a leader, and then there's places that you go. You, do, you guys do have the funny hats, though. So. To do, you, there's, you have to go to a certain place to do your religion. Right. <clears throat> and so I have a very difficult time looking at witchcraft 
as a religion. Right. I do look at, at it as a spiritual practice, um, but it's also a physical practice. So uh, moving forward in this interview, I'd like to state that I, I, I don't even know what to label myself. Right. Um, I follow traditional practices, traditional European practices. Uh, I follow also... Um, goodness, I would say I have a mix of everything. So I've kind of blended my practice with a lot of different things. Well, you certainly know a lot about this. Uh, if you guys don't know, uh, Monique is the center of AmaraB.com. Mm. And there's tons of blogs about all sorts of the, the witchcraft world mm -hmm. from herbology and the lore mm -hmm. and you know practice and all that stuff yeah. so monique is is very much so I, I would call her an expert as a person that doesn't know she mm. probably wouldn't call herself an expert because she's think, very humble i don't think anybody could become an expert at witchcraft right for sure <laughs> it's an ever-growing thing but you're very interested in this so, the, so <clears throat> what mm -hmm. we want to do today is to kind of close out our spoopy month even though yes. it's, we're in november but it's still saw one mm -hmm. uh we wanted to kind of figure out from your perspective okay. about this. So I want to start back to Wicca again. Okay. So give us kind of, I don't want the whole rundown and mm -hmm. stuff like that because it's too much, but what is it about Wicca and witchcraft that are so different? What's, what are a couple things that make them not the same? In my opinion, <clears throat> right. witchcraft itself. Or what arguments are there I, that I would, you've heard too? Well, there's a lot of them, but I, I think witchcraft is actually a, a practice. To me, okay. um, it's something that I do. So it's a verb. It's it's an action. It's a way um, that you live. It's a way that I live. Okay. It is also, uh, additionally, a spiritual practice. Um, witchcraft does require a lot of introspection, a lot of um, self awareness, um, emotional maturity, uh, logic, and reason. Which a lot of people would argue. Uh, that, it wouldn't be in a religion. That it wouldn't be yeah. in in witchcraft itself, and I I disagree wholeheartedly after practicing for as long as I have. Right. So, <clears throat> Wicca is uh, a spirituality. It's a nature based religion. Um, there's a lot of ceremony. Are there involved. deities involved? There are deities. Mm. Um, it's a. And there aren't deities. There are deities in witchcraft. But there can be, and some practice without. Um, and some practice through ancestor veneration, so they're not deities; they're right. actually family members. Right. Some people do follow practice where they uh, venerate deity. Some don't even acknowledge the fact that deity exists. Right. And even still, some practice with themselves as the deity. Right. So it's it's, so a, it's a hodgepodge. It is well, it is and. I, I love that about witchcraft. I love that about this whole world because the moment somebody gets in there and pulls it all together and creates a format, it becomes organized religion. Mm. And that's where you lose the nuance to this. But Wicca, back to Wicca, yeah. Wicca, uh, there's a lot of ceremony in Wicca. Um, and at the very base, from my understanding, it's very nature-based. Right. So... Um, and there's not always a witchcraft practice to Wicca. Wicca itself is a religion. Uh, they usually follow the cycles of the earth and the seasons. So there's what are called eight Sabbaths, um, where you've got, if you look at it, it's the wheel of the year. So yeah, you've Solomon, got, exactly. Um, I personally only uh, acknowledge four of those. 
um, you know, mine are Beltane, Yule, Samhain, and mm, sometimes Ostara, which technically is a Wiccan holiday. Right. Um, but it's also can be traced back even further. So, you know, so this I'm, is so there's just so much. When you look at Christianity, mm-hmm. Islam, mm-hmm. Uh, you know Judaism, mm-hmm. they're all very organized. The books make it very simple. Mm-hmm. Everybody can be like, hey, you just moved here from fucking the right. moon. Right. Here's exactly how to follow this. Organized religion. Right. Yes. This is the, the witchcraft is the opposite. Yeah. It is the least organized. Right. But there's there's tons of stuff, though. There's freedom in religion. I mean, there's freedom in witchcraft. Yeah, you're right. There's there's a lot of freedom. Experimentation. Yes. There's a lot of uh, freedom of expression. There's a lot of freedom of thought. Um, this is probably why a lot of Western and pe- Western women, especially mm-hmm. who aren't necessarily like angry at spirituality, but don't like the church for whatever reason. They don't like Christianity for the countless reasons that there are to not like Christianity. Mm-hmm. And so they're, they're still looking for that spiritual thing. Mm-hmm. Here's a where, here's a place to experiment with your own morality, you know, mm-hmm. try things out that other people have tried before you. Mm-hmm. I can see why it's appealing. It's, it's and also Harry Potter. It's appealing. I think to it's appealing to everyone. I mean, I've spoken to men and women about this, right? And it's intriguing. Um, but I, I do feel, in my opinion, that it is, um, it's kind of a hub for feminine energy, not essentially just women, but feminine energy itself. Right. Doesn't it doesn't matter uh, what <laughs> what car, what vehicle you're driving on this planet, what body you have. Um, there's a feminine energy because most of the, most of the deity, most of the leading deities are feminine. They're goddesses. So that, that is, uh, with Wicca. Oh yeah. We have more CEOs, (laughs) you know, and there's so many, I mean, we can go over, I've got a list here that I can share. I got a list of CEOs. Let's fucking pull it out. Let's do it. Fine. If we're going to start measuring weenuses, I got a bigger weenus. Wait. Okay, so, well... But why would you say that witchcraft is feminine? Despite the fact of of females being interested, you're saying besides that, it's a feminine energy. So much, so much of witchcraft, really, it goes down to, the foundation goes to intuition, emotion. Um, It goes into... uh, you know, the zero empirical studies is what you're saying. Psychic abilities. And (laughs) (laughs) a lot of it has to do with emotion and uh, your intuition. I mean, everything from spirit flight to um, spirit communication to uh, healing, all of those things have a very innate element to them. And that is considered feminine energy because it is not math. So you're saying all women are wackadoo? <laughs> you're going to make this interview difficult, aren't you? <laughs> My pleasure. <laughs> I've had an interesting day. Yes. So it, it it's been a weird day for so sure. So I'm throwing stuff at you. No, I, I should clear up, Blake. I love science mm-hmm. because it is the only way to understand the physical world that we understand. Mm-hmm. It, it has its limitations currently because of where we are in science. We're mm-hmm. only a few hundred years into it about the mind mm-hmm. and about the nature of reality mm-hmm. uh, beyond the material world, mm-hmm. which obviously there is love is beyond the material world from what we understand all that. stuff. right. I love that people are willing to go out and experiment mm-hmm. with the mind and with trying to manipulate the world 
And I do get why people want to call people wackadoodles and, and mm-hmm. all that stuff. But I don't want people to stop because uh, if you've ever done a single drug uh, that has hallucinogenic properties, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, fuck, I, I may have met a deity in my head. Mm-hmm. And it's in your head. Right. But it's a shared experience because other people can have that experience as well. Mm-hmm. You know, you try some mescaline and you meet God and then your buddy meets God on mescaline and you're like, well, what the fuck? Is mescaline God? No. Well, you know, something to take into consideration Don't here is just because you saw it, quote unquote, in your head doesn't make it any less real. Well, everything's in our head. That's that exactly yeah. it. Our reality is formed by our perceptions. Right. So. But I like the I like I look at people in witchcraft and not necessarily just witchcraft, but it, people that are not in the mainstream of religion because mm-hmm. you're not there's no more exploration in organized religion. No, it's, no. Once you done. once you organize it and you write the rules and you put the parameters mm-hmm. down, people are happy to follow. But it's not just that; it's that they've put the kibosh on exploration. Yeah, yeah. they've set the they've set your limits. Well, you're the enemy now when mm-hmm. you break. I mean, ideology is just that you're in the in group or you're not. Right. And if you're not, it's not good to be right you know, near right. the people that. Are well, the see, and and I've been on the fringe pretty much my whole life, you know, and then. Uh, of course, I, I was raised in a religious type atmosphere. Right, very, very religious. And I was very steeped in it. And I did my best to understand. Um, my brain doesn't operate that way Same. or something. It just right. it couldn't operate under faith alone. I think we may have talked about this in the past, but mm-hmm. Monique was that stereotypical yeah. child in a sense that was uh, asking those questions mm-hmm. that were uncomfortable in Sunday school to the yeah. Sunday school teacher. Yeah, absolutely. Where it's like, hey, wait a minute, what? Yeah. What about bone cancer in babies? Well, that's that's God's <laughs> will because why? You know, except well, and and being being Get out of class. being a young person, uh, I always I was inquisitive, but I wanted it to make sense to me. Uh, and if it didn't make sense, it was probably a lie. And that's where my brain went. And there was a lot about the religious studies in the Catholic Church and in the Christian chapels that didn't make sense. Some of it really did make sense. It didn't mean I liked it or agreed with it, but it made sense. Right. But there was stuff that didn't. And if it, if it doesn't make sense, I reject it. And I've followed through that same pattern. I have not changed so much of my practice in witchcraft uh, and paganism um, is changing constantly right. because I'm learning and I'm growing. It feels um, kind of, I mean, I know this sounds funny to a lot of people that are very scientific minded, but that's, that's part of the attraction to me. Why I, I like to support that whole world. Mm-hmm. It's, it's empowering to women and people li- mm-hmm. like that. But there is some like science in a sense to it. Like, ex- yes, there is. Again, it's experimentation and it's it's exploration. Where, mm-hmm. you know, that's why I'm for uh, you know hallucinogenic studies, mm-hmm. where I want mushrooms to be legal and I mm-hmm. want LSD to be legal for for pharmaceutical uses and for mm-hmm. psychology and for you know like people that have PTSD. Right. There's some evidence that shows that those things are helpful. Right. And it's all in the head mm-hmm. and it's all about the good atmosphere and all that stuff. And witchcraft has so much to do with intention mm-hmm. and calming, you know, where you're at, not necessarily always calming. It's using your fury as well, which, you know, I'm not mm-hmm. so sure for all that stuff, but mm-hmm. I like the experimentation and I'm, I'm not, I wouldn't want to live in a world where people are like, no, nope, you're not allowed to look into that. We've got this religion that's silly, but we believe in it. And then we got science and it's, mm-hmm. it doesn't know what you're talking about, but it knows all this other shit that's fucking absolutely empirical. Mm-hmm. So fuck off. That well, just seems foolhardy. I, I will tell you in this day and age today, uh, witchcraft is uh, it's growing. Mm-hmm. The world of witchcraft is growing. The following is growing. Uh, and 
there's there's an entire group of a mix of eclectic folks from all different ages and all different walks of life that are doing their best to right. put parameters on it. Right. They're doing their best to say, no, you are incapable of doing that. No, you're not allowed to do that. Um, it's happening all over hmm. and it's very frustrating. I think it's our nature to try and put th- boxes on everything. I think it is. Yeah. Uh, the moment you put a box around it and say, no, you can't do that because this, uh, it limits it and you have to be able to explore, which, you know, I, I've gone through this pathway. My personal experience has taken me from, um, herbalism to, uh, understanding, Communication, uh, unspoken communication, psychology, um, body language, all the way to uh, emotional maturity mm-hmm. from with I'm still working on it, but within myself, understanding why I think the way I do, why I react the way that I do. And instead of reacting, examining how I'm feeling in the moment, if you can examine your feelings in the moment when you're experiencing an explosive emotion of some kind, doesn't matter if it's anger or happiness or whatever, if you can stop and not react and actually step out of yourself in your own mind and look at what you're experiencing and how you're reacting to it and why you reacted that way, that's the first step. So when somebody comes to me, um, and it's happened quite a bit, they want to learn witchcraft. They get very disappointed when I tell them your first step is to know yourself. So you've got to spend it's some time. It's a whole time. lot of work. Yeah. It is a lot of work. Because then you're basically a square one. You're like, I'm looking for an answer. And that's what Any, usually re- religion's like. I don't have to do a lot of work. I just exactly. have to follow along, right? But, Anybody yeah. can go out and buy a witchcraft book. There are thousands of them. Anyone. F- read it. Follow along. Do some spells. You know, jump in there and start doing stuff. There's no guarantee you're going to get what you're looking for. Right. What you're looking for is not found in a book. What you're looking for is found it's it's in yourself and you have to be able to understand yourself first see that sounds too hard and that's I and know. that's where i think a lot of the stuff it where, falls that leads away. to the woo stuff exactly. cuz a lot of people what they have inside of them is crazy deluded shit exactly and well that's what they're looking for and they're looking for validation on their crazy woo woo right and in re- which is in, which is like the witches of TikTok. When you yes. see some of that shit, you're like, "What? Are, what are well, you talking vali- about?" Validation of the woo woo is what leads to parameters and disallowed and organized religion, and that's a problem. Yes, let's take all this back okay, real quick. Okay, I'm sorry. I want I, no. I think the listeners would be. I, I would be hurting the listeners if they're interested in this topic mm-hmm. without delving in with the right questions with you. Okay, because I know you know the at least the, where to point us and all this mm-hmm. stuff. Let's just talk about the different kinds of witchcraft that there are real quick. Oh. Just let's, let's give a, okay. cause I come from a background where, you know, I, I, I don't know my, my family history super well. Uh, I fell into, uh, the Jewish practice of Kabbalah right. and it, I took to it very well. Mm-hmm. And you know, it was some secret thing for a lot of years they would say and stuff, mm-hmm. but it was kind of a Hollywood fad, uh, in the nineties mm-hmm. or early two thousands. But I found it a little bit different from that. And, uh, you know, it's called Kabbalah to, or Kabbalah mm-hmm. to the public or whatever. And, and then I found this group of people that taught this thing called Kabbalah and it's mm-hmm. the same, but it's, it's the actual Jewish practice mm-hmm. and, it's, and they flat out say it's magic. Yes. And it's basically the stuff that you would learn if you go through Freemasonry. Right. Uh, if you go through a certain kind of Freemasonry, mm-hmm. the Scottish, Scottish rite, mm-hmm. they will teach you Kabbalah. And is it magic? Not really. When you break it down into it, it's really like a way of looking at the world and yes. how to think, how to use your mind, how to notice things. Mm-hmm. Um, 
how to hide things. <laughs> it's, it's an interesting practice of complexity and whatnot. And so that's one kind of magic. Mm-hmm. That's completely different from what I think most people think of, like the satanic kind of you know, ritualistic child, all these mythological kinds of magic. Mm-hmm. Then there's things like voodoo, mm-hmm. which is straight up actually some of those kind of things that you're afraid of, but also not what you think right, it is. Right. And then there's hoodoo, mm-hmm. which is different from that. Mm-hmm. And then you have the... You're, Kel- doing, you're doing very well. Okay, I'm trying, I'm trying. <laughs> then you have the Celtic... Celtic Druidic tradition, mm-hmm. I guess, which is pretty old and, mm-hmm. and you know, it's what the Europeans were up to before Europe was a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you have Arabic magic, mm-hmm. uh, the Magi, and they have their own flavor Where on you stuff. Where get the gin from, yeah. Yeah, you mm-hmm. have, and they have their own kind of spirits that they tap into. Mm-hmm. There's Chinese magic of mm-hmm. all kinds. Yeah. There's Japanese magic of all kinds. Mm-hmm. So basically the whole world You're has... You're going to find a witch in every walk of life. Right. Every religion... Every continent, every uh, race, witchcraft. Yeah, African exi- witchcraft is, there's thousands of yes. kinds of it. Yeah, Every, witchcraft is synonymous with humanity and it always has been. Yeah. Um, to stamp out witchcraft completely is to, is, is not possible. It's kind of a fundamental thing what humans it try is. and do. It's like, I, I, we want to, with everything that we mm-hmm. do that's, that's not provable, mm-hmm. like with horoscopes, we want to know the future. Right. And we want it to come from something that we can calculate. Mm-hmm. You know, I think this is what we want. We want to be able to manipulate matter with our minds, with mm-hmm. our intentions. And mm-hmm. people have been obsessed with it. So, you know, I, I talked about we have on the on the far side of one spectrum would be, you know, the Masonic mm-hmm. uh, Kabbalah magic and stuff and things where you would find Aleister Crowley mm-hmm. and, you know, the OTO, the mm-hmm. Order, whatever, Orient. Templus Oriental, well, I can't remember what it's called, but uh, OTO and the mm-hmm. Golden Golden Lodge and all these things from the uh, esoteric mystery schools and stuff. Right. Uh, that's a kind of magic. And they believe in things like sigils and and, uh, and literal was, uh, spells. The, and, and the Hermetic actual. Order of the Golden Dawn. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, not, he was like the Tiger Woods of that shit, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. And what does that mean? Like, if magic didn't work, mm-hmm. uh, how would they even be able to gauge if Aleister Crowley or any of the people that go through the order, are they just making shit up? Well, I think... I always I, wonder that stuff, because I've never tr- been able to make... You know, I do I do music, and some mm-hmm. people will say that there's spells and that and stuff, mm-hmm. but I just do music. I don't think of it like that. And... Mm. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I, I do because I watch you. Well, but it, it, it's a cool I know you thing that happens. I know you don't look at it that way. I think in order the more to, I do, the more fun it is. I, I think I think in order to uh, in order to have this conversation, we have to define terms. To right. be honest, so what is magic to you? Right, I don't know. Right. So where? What are, is yeah. it? Okay. Well, what how, is it? You you give me a good example of give give us a baseline of what. Magic. Or how about witchcraft? The witchcraft. Witchcraft. So magic in witchcraft. Okay. To me, magic itself follows natural laws. Okay. Um, they just, at, at, at its most intriguing, magic follows natural laws in a way that we don't yet understand. So it's not supernatural. It it's is just not. It's the way un- we don't of, know. It's similar to uh, ESP psychic ability um it's similar and and you know we've all had these experiences it's part of being human we've all had the experience at least once in our life where we thought of somebody and they called us 
Right. At least once, one time. Yeah, but do you know? Of the course, ma- mathematically, I can give you a whole spiel. As I know to you why can. I, I know think you that can. That's probably We're, natural. We've thing. been married for fourteen years, <laughs> and we've gone around and around times, yeah. quite a bit. That that's not enough for me, but you, I, I still get what you're saying. You've asked me what magic is, mm-hmm. and magic is not unnatural. It follows natural laws. Um, but when people think of magic, they think of lots of different things. Magic right, would be exactly. like, you know, making something that was dead alive again. That, that I don't believe in. Once once uh, something is dead, the life force is left. There is no bringing it back to life. If it comes back to life, it wasn't dead in the first place. Right. That is against the laws of nature. Right. And that is not possible. Okay. Well, let's go back to the just defining the okay. terms and stuff. So magic is to me is manipulating matter mm-hmm. with intention. Okay. Yes. That's kind of what I that's would say ex- magic is. That's exactly. And so. Yes. But that's, but not with, you know, the, not with fire, mm-hmm. not, not with the material world, but with your mind, with, with, uh, maybe with the hand of material mm-hmm. world stuff. Cause mm-hmm. I, I, I see these, you know, potions and things that, mm-hmm. that have gone through time and, and all right. the rituals and stuff. Um, but you know, in Kabbalah, the magic would be your mentality, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it's really about. Uh, trying to see the world with the cup overfloweth instead of mm-hmm. empty all the time would be the magic of Kabbalah. The magic of voodoo is literally fucking, we're going to put a spell on you and make you into a, do something that we want you to do or feel pain or feel potentially. Yes. Right. Okay. And uh, I can't speak to voodoo because I don't practice voodoo, but I've studied it. Right. Um, but I'm not a practitioner, so I've but never. But that's the stereotype, right? Of, and of that voodoo. is the stereotype, and that's obviously yes. probably not the whole thing I, that they they probably just don't sit around all day making voodoo dolls and fucking stabbing people. Right. Right. Maybe, right. Who knows? Right. Right. That no, seems like a waste of your life. From though. my experience, voodoo, um, the the voodoo and hoodoo, the religious practice and the practice itself, and everything that I mean, they come from different areas. Voodoo comes from Africa. Hoodoo comes from. Uh, Haiti. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and a lot of it does have to do with um, the oppression of the African people right. and the religion and the practice and, and what they've brought together uh, and, and formed from that. So what I've found is the, the majority of it actually is healing. It's all, it's a majority, vast majority is beneficial. It's love magic. It's healing magic. It's, uh, uh, it's beneficial to humanity. That's of course. Voodoo and voodoo. And that, yeah. And it, it has, uh, of course, just like anything else, it's human. So it has a dark side, you know, and I don't care what you look at here. I mean, you can, you can, let's take a spoon as an example, something as innocuous as a spoon. A nicely carved spoon. It's a perhaps. nice spoon. It's a teaspoon. It comes out of your silverware drawer. We all have one. Okay. Okay. You pull that spoon out and it could do so many things. That spoon is not sharp. It's not dangerous. You can't really choke on it. You know, you can, you can eat, you can stir your coffee. You can eat soup. You could also scoop out someone's eyeball. Right. You could choke someone with it. Okay. Okay. Uh, if used with enough force, you could actually turn it around, use the handle, and stab someone. The spoon is innocuous. Mm-hmm. The way you use it is what makes it dangerous. Okay, but hoodoo apparently has like a thing, or voodoo has a thing where it's All like, if you take this little pin and you shove it in a dude's neck, <laughs> however you use that, mm-hmm. it's meant to like make that guy's neck go, ow. 
Well, that is uh, what's, I mean, I can go into that if you'd Just like. Just throwing that out there. I, I know. <laughs> it's sympathetic magic, what right. they call sympathetic magic, with tag locks. Um, in traditional witchcraft and more of uh, the tel- the Celtic and, and European tradition, they call them tag locks. And I think they do in, in hoodoo and voodoo as well. Sympathetic magic is where you actually create another being. You create something with your own hands, whether it's uh, carving a potato or using clay or sewing a doll. Right. And a you, puppet, right? Those yeah, are puppets are European. Um, uh, doll babies are more what they do, and they're the same thing. Right. So when you take hair, fingernails, blood, spit, semen, doesn't matter, skin cells, or a pair of the person's underwear, something that was personal to them, and you attach it to this fecal matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter what it is. It contains their energy. Now, in tradition, See, that's where, where the science okay. falls down. But good for me, for people like us. Okay. So me. my brain, what my brain does is what it, it, what my brain has said is, okay, yeah, I have a hard time with sympathetic magic because how, and then the forensic aspect of my brain says, because it contains DNA. The DNA is all over it. If it's fingernails, hair, spit, yeah. semen, fecal matter, pair of underwear, their DNA, which is the makeup of their physical body, exists there. Right, but is it connected to the person and the, and what can happen to them? And that's is where the that question that we can't prove. That's where that and that, inter- that would be the leap of faith. Potentially, yes. Yeah, yeah. The challenge, uh, the way I overcame that challenge is. The human body resonates. The human body has a, a, everything resonates. Every bit of matter has a resonance to it. It has a we're sound. All we're forms. all waveforms. We're all sound waves. Right. Yeah, exactly. And as we walk through this world with our DNA programming, we have a resonance around us. We leave little bits of it. Yes. And our, our, our body, our DNA uh, resonates at a certain frequency. And it, although it fluctuates and changes, we have a baseline. That baseline is remembered by our DNA. We were learning right now that DNA has memory. Right. So to me, in my witchcraft practice, if I were to use sympathetic magic, that's how my brain, uh, the leap is a lot shorter. If I look at the hair that's wrapped around that doll as belonging to that person, containing the DNA of their, their, their sequence, that actually science has proven belongs to them and they know it belongs to them. Same thing with their blood wrapped around this doll in sympathetic magic. It also has their frequency and their resonance because that has also been proven by science that we do. Now the leap is only between does the DNA still resonate? Right. With that that person. And it's such a tiny leap. It's no longer. And then can you manipulate it without. Right. There's, and that is a whole other world. What's, now, what's interesting about it is that throughout time, mm-hmm. I mean, as science gets better and better, more and more people stray towards science mm-hmm. uh, or are attracted to science. But throughout history, we've seen very, very intelligent people, very, very certain that mm-hmm. this stuff, including in the modern era, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alistair Crowley is actually a modern person. He's in Consider, the 20th century. Yeah. yeah. Uh, very much so into knowing that they're believing so much so that they've dedicated their life to this right. working. Right. And that's very interesting to me. And, and mm-hmm. listening to people again, uh, you know, 
be a skeptic and do do oh, that. That's always. the best way to be. Yeah. But when you want to delve into something and listen to new things and mm-hmm. whatnot and go in there and try and see what the hell, you mm-hmm. know, what honest, if the people are being honest, et cetera. I went and listened to practitioners of like the Aleister Crowley mm-hmm. style of magic mm-hmm. and say what you want. You, you have to call them all liars as far as, which, you know, a guy like me would easily do. Right. Uh, but, right. you know, it's like there's gain in everything human mm-hmm. beings do. But, you know, I don't like that. And so I, I want to listen to people in good faith. And mm-hmm. so I'd listen to them and, and it's like, try it for yourself. Mm-hmm. It works. It works. You mm-hmm. try it for yourself. And I like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's more, I didn't go and do that. I didn't mm-hmm. go try it for myself because I'm not interested in, in those kind of things. Right. Uh, just like I don't want to do LSD every day. But <laughs> I do like the idea that, that, you know, that there is something that you can base all this on and something mm-hmm. you can do. I'm not sure where I'm going with this at this point. Well, now, but the, the challenge, I, had a, I have a very skeptical mind. And I, I came here already. I mean, anybody who's listening to me, when I say things like, I came to this planet, they already know where I'm coming from. They can already um, assess where my, um, I guess, my, my brain uh, the beliefs that I have when I say this time around or when I came to this planet. Right. Yeah, yeah. So there's already an assessment there. And yes, I do have a base to my beliefs. Uh, that base, was it taught to me? Well, I, likely it was. Um, have I embraced it? Obviously I have. The thing is, I challenged my belief system over and over and over again until I came to a platform that made sense to me. And that platform that I have is, is mine. And it's a mix of a lot of things. Right. So it does a disservice to call it a specific thing. Right. Like witchcraft. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even know what to call it. So that was a long way of me saying, uh, I'm glad people are doing it. I I guess I'm not (laughs) sure what my point was there, but I'm glad people are willing to try it. And I don't want to be one of those guys. that's like, fucking you idiot. Right. I I do think that there's so many people in that world that do Mm -hmm. come across as straight up idiots Mm -hmm. where it's like, (laughs) you know, credulity (laughs) is a natural part of the human thing. Mm -hmm. We're all credulous in Mm -hmm. some way. It's our fucking responsibility to tap that shit Mm -hmm. out when it's dangerous. And, and really at all times, I mm-hmm. mean, living in reality is the point, right? I guess. Right, right. But at the same time, uh, just because it can't be scientifically tested in the peer reviewed, double blind kind mm-hmm. of way that we like for science, uh, which even some material things can't be done that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's still valuable to do the experiments and, and get close. But well, I think as soon as we can uh, evaluate double blind test love. <laughs> I know, right? That's what I mean. Then... We all know that love exists. Right. We all know it it exists in different varying degrees and different ways. Uh, we don't have scientific proof that it exists, but we all know it because we've experienced it from right. birth. We're just not able to come up with a way to test it. Exactly. And, and I, think, it. Yeah. I think we will. But being Perhaps, able yeah. to... I, I do. I, I mean, do eventually, maybe in my lifetime, that would be rad. I'm just like you. I don't believe in supernatural because that just means I that don't nature either. has a whole other set of laws. And I it's don't. like, no, I think that I nature's don't. nature. So if there are these things, like like you were saying, like ESP or mm-hmm. being able to manipulate matter with intention, mm-hmm. uh, that would have to be natural and it would have to fit somewhere in right. the physics of the but universe. But see, and that's just it. I learned so much about my personal, uh, my personal practice studying what I could get my hands on with physics, quantum physics, yeah. quantum physics and dark matter. Yeah. So and there's, there's a, a lot of its way over my head. I don't like things when they're over my head. I want <laughs> to understand them. So I, I will stop what I'm doing 
<clears throat> for months in order to pursue this random passion <laughs> of quantum physics right. so I can get a, a, an understanding. Of course, I'm not going to become an expert. Never. But, or even, I won't even become a novice. But what I'm trying to understand is a question, get an answer to the closest I can get of a question that I have in my own brain that applies to uh, my life and my practice. Yeah. Well, like a layman <clears throat> would look at something like string theory, where you have mm -hmm. two pieces of the same thing in the universe mm -hmm. that are intricately connected mm -hmm. uh, trillions of light years away from each other or whatever it might mm -hmm. be, uh, where they move at the same time and it's simultaneous, mm -hmm. you know, the same thing. You're like, well, fucking that's how a voodoo doll, that's how we want a voodoo doll to work. Right. And so it's like, okay, well, fuck. Right. But that's a layman. So that that's just kind of extrapolating from two little data points. That exactly. Don't, right. Know, correlation doesn't equal causation. <clears throat> and, you know, I did look into that quite a bit. And no, it doesn't exactly match. It doesn't. But the theory does. And that's right. where we're at. Um, it's not, it shouldn't. The, the goal is not to dismiss it. Mm -hmm. It's just to not take those big leaps of faith where right. it's like, now I've just decided it's close enough for me. Mm -hmm. I'm just all in, you know, that's, and that's what religion that's, is. And that's what <clears throat> I think a lot of the woo woo is too. But that's a problem though, because so much of uh, witchcraft practice in practice, not the religion, but in practice, you have to have faith in yourself but you, before you can have faith in yourself and your capabilities, uh, you have to know yourself. Right. So, I mean, it's a very intricate. Which is a lifelong thing. It is. So there shouldn't be any 20 year old witches on, on uh, TikTok, is no, what you're saying. No, no. Teaching. No, really there shouldn't. And you never know. There might be some. A prodigy. A prodigy There's an Alistair there. Crowley in yeah, there. Yeah, okay. exactly. There might be. Right. Um, but if they're getting pissed off because somebody's wearing the wrong color dress, they're not the person that you think they are, that they say they are. Right. Okay. So the thing, the thing here is when it comes to knowing yourself and then trusting yourself, you have to know yourself first before you can trust yourself. You can't just say, well, I trust myself because I'm me and, you know, I'm, I'm fine the way I am. Fuck that. No, you're not. You're not okay the way you are. You never are. <laughs> right. You need you to improve yourself every day. So, and I know that that statement right there is going to piss witches off all over the United well, States. Well, you've already been part of that conversation many a time. So. I have. And. Ooh. I yes. got a question for you. Oh. Since it's just Halloween, yeah, I don't want to derail your thought. No, but, no, sorry. Right. Uh, do you get pissed when people appropriate your your culture when they wear witches outfits when they're not witches all year? No, <laughs> just kidding. I, was a joke. No, no, I don't. I was going off your own point. No, no, I don't actually. Should you be? I don't think. I don't There's know. a part of me that gets upset about the the view of the witch, the 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 aesthetic of the witch, the old aesthetic, because it's embracing violence and it's embracing oppression. And it's an embracing. Uh, the the judgment and the smashing of the of the smart intelligent healer uh the woman who was caring and loving and and that brutality they went through yeah. so there is part of me that gets upset about that but there's also a large amount of my brain that understands that was many 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 hundreds of years ago right. additionally we don't do that anymore not in, not in the west the no. west and uh ad additionally most people are just ignorant and right. not in a bad way they just have never spent the time to think about it they've never explored it and they're just moving forward and i don't blame them okay. they don't know well let's let's for people that i might, don't get mad about for it, people no. that might be uh not interested in being whichever in their life mm -hmm. not not really a fan of it mm -hmm. maybe very christian who knows let's right. give them some things uh 
let's let's talk about maybe some of the the fallacies that are out there about witchcraft. Mm. Uh, what would you say, knowing the giant witch community that you know, mm-hmm. how many of them are really into what you would consider like blood magic or the uh, the things that people are scared about, where they're maybe sacrificing the, the chitrons here mm. and there? Uh, uh, to the best of my knowledge, there is no human sacrifice unless you're sacrificing of yourself. Okay. So 0% is yeah. what you're saying on the yeah. human sacrifice. First okay. of all, I'd like to, again, define terms. <laughs> a sacrifice is only a sacrifice if you give of yourself, period. There is no sacrifice ever. I don't care what it is. There's, if, if, okay, let me just put it this way. If you've got to pay your electric bill and you don't have enough money in the bank, but you have uh, your grandmother's heirloom wedding ring that you can hawk to get the money to pay your electric bill. And it means a lot to you. And you, you really don't want to do this, but you know you need electricity. Fuck and grandma. You, you're like, fuck, okay, what am I going to do? And then you force yourself to take it down and hawk it, and you're in tears, but you have the money to pay your electricity bill to make sure that your pipes don't freeze. That is sacrifice. Okay. Going to your neighbor's house and borrowing money is not okay so when it comes to sacrifice in witchcraft drawing your own blood going through the pain going one drop of blood in something Mm -hmm. and not all witches practice blood magic that's it's not a common thing i think we'd like to know give us a rough rough estimate i I, one in ten i would say it's less than that one in a hundred uh, probably closer to that, yeah. Okay. It's not a common practice anymore because it's uh, it's old world magic. Right. It's old world practice, so it's not something a lot of people do. And when when they talk about sacrifice, and then they're sacrificing babies, unless it's your baby, it's not a sacrifice, and it's less of a sacrifice for you to sacrifice your baby because you're not the than, baby. Exactly. Yeah. So there is no there's no sacrifice in life itself unless it's your own. That's really well said. Okay. Well said. Sorry, I, I but, stopped talking about no, sacrifice. but <laughs> you know we live in a country and really a, a group of countries that believe that uh, the elites of this of the world, which seem like cunts to me too. Are, are doing these kind of things where it's, you know, blood magic and... and if they are and Adrena they're sacrificing kind of somebody else, they're pretending. Right. Okay. It, when, when I looked in, I looked into it for time suck multiple mm-hmm. times. Uh, of course, the information is probably not going to be out there as much if it's something that's a high level, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But it's really, really obvious that it's uh, a lot of hoaxes mm-hmm. that are done by not high up mm-hmm. people that are you know i think at one point we talked about todd's blog was the, yeah. the ninth circle cult, <laughs> right right you know which was behind a lot of the european mm-hmm. version of QAnon. um okay so there's very few people practice how, how many what percentage of witches would you say in your circle just a rough estimate are using witchcraft in any way to be a negative force in the world uh like going after people with cursing i know it happens okay so uh, to elaborate on that question, first of all, how many are powerful enough to make a change with a curse? I don't know. How do you get to be powerful? That it takes... Gotta go to Hogwarts, get that degree. <clears throat> no, it takes knowing yourself. It takes experiences, life experiences. It takes emotional intelligence. Well, knowing yourself is like <clears throat> one in a thousand people figure out how to get that shit happening. Right. So, you know, if somebody throws a curse at somebody and, and it comes true... Um, yeah, that was probably 
uh, interesting little anomaly, but it doesn't mean the next one's going to work, first of all. Second of all, uh, how many witches are doing this? I don't know. I have a feeling there are so many pissed off 20-somethings out there. There's probably a lot of it going on, but it's probably falling flat on its face. Is that why... Is that why politics sucks? Because the Illuminati are good at it and they're always just cursing each other and everything <laughs> fucking know. falls apart all the time? I don't even think the Illuminati exists. <laughs> I but, don't either. Um, <laughs> just saying, and for a you know, hypothetical purpose. I don't know what I'm saying. What <laughs> well, okay, so first of all, curses. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I personally, and this is just my personal opinion, I see nothing wrong with curses. Okay. I really don't. I put a spell on you. The thing is, um, there's a there's a bunch of witches out there that would consider any type of curse black magic. Okay. Okay. I don't look at magic as, I look at it like the spoon. The spoon can be good or it can scoop your eye out. Okay. <laughs> you know? It, it can be a dark spoon. This practice is, it just is. Okay. How you use the practice makes it good or bad. Now, in my opinion, I think organized religion is what states what's good and evil. Right. They just uh, decide for you what those things are. Right. But that's because, you know. You would never, and this this pertains to curses, so please, it pertains to curses, so please follow, but follow with, bear with me and I'll follow I'll try not along. to interrupt as much as possible. Thank you. Um, so, <laughs> would you, okay, another question. You see a lion with her babies, her cubs, okay, a lioness, a lion, a lioness out there with her cubs, and she goes after the, the gazelle, and she gets the gazelle, who also has babies. You know the babies are over there waiting for her in the brush. Right. I'm and the lioness attacks the gazelle, kills the gazelle, and drags it back to feed her babies. Would mm-hmm. you call that lioness evil? No. Why? Because it's part of the nature exactly. cycle, the cycle of life. Exactly. Okay. If they could talk to each other, maybe. Uh, right. It's but like, they, I'm going to kill you for your kid. You would, never, you would never consider Sorry. the lioness evil. It's just natural. Right. Right? So, human beings, <clears throat> we're told what's good and bad. Um, and there's a bunch of us out there that have to be told these things. Right. There's a there's a whole group of people that are like I didn't know yeah I didn't know stabbing that guy in the neck was bad because bad. because of their personality archetype mm-hmm. but there is a, a large vast number of individuals that live by a moral code and have their own set of ethics and they're pretty similar right. now whether that's been programmed by religion or if it's just innate to humanity I don't know most a lot of us are empathetic enough to know that ouch that hurts me it's probably going to hurt them yeah human okay. beings figure out real quick <clears throat> that you have to cooperate with each other to right. survive and if you don't you get ostracized and that mm-hmm. makes it so you won't cooperate or survive as long now the way I look at curses is I look at it the way I um I guess the way that I interact with communication. When I go out into public and I meet somebody for the first time uh, and they're, they're nice, I'm going to be nice. Okay? Uh, if they're rude to me, I'm probably going to let it go because I don't know them and, you know, they don't mean anything to me. So, whatever. Sorry, you're having a bad day, dude. If I get to know this person and they're nice over a long period of time and we develop a relationship... And then all of a sudden they fuck me over that hurt me and I don't trust them anymore. Right. Okay. That will elicit a response from me. 
it's going to elicit a response from me because there was trust there. Something is broken. Right. So when someone fucks me over and the curse comes in, it's going to be the same thing. Um, there, There's always a reason behind it. Now, will it work? I don't know. Right. Will my communication with that individual, hey, you hurt me, you fucked me over, I don't trust you anymore. Is that going to change their behavior? I don't know. Right. It's entirely up to them. That's how I look at cursing. It's the same type of thing. I wonder if cursing is also valuable for whether or not it works or not, whether it's just counting hits and not counting misses or whatever. <clears throat> I wonder if it's valuable for the person that's doing it, just like painting would be, just like that's, doing exercise yes, would be. You exactly. Know? That is something that I take into consideration too. A lot of individuals get a release from that. Yeah. It allows them to work through their grief. Yeah, and burning somebody's name their, that really yes. fucked you over at work or some exactly. shit. I mean, whatever. It's, or symbolic. It, it seems, There's yeah. so many people will end a relationship and they'll take things, the pictures and the letters and the the little trinkets and they go outside and they burn it not because they're witches right but because it's symbolic of the ending of something see and that that to me is such a valuable thing because mm -hmm. we regardless of whether or not it works in the world as far as you know can we move a mountain with our minds or mm -hmm. whatever doing that for our own minds is like the trick to mental health there's mm -hmm. all these little tools that we have to figure out for mm -hmm. ourselves that are individualized mm -hmm that help us stay whatever you want to call sane or, mm -hmm. or grounded or get close to serene or whatever the fuck we're trying to do. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I mean, when somebody's like, I'm going to burn that cause I'm done with it. Yeah. I think some people are like, Oh, that's juvenile. I just deal with it. It's like, no, that's a, I mean, it's symbolic. that's for sure. Just like when you look at, I mean, you can say what you want to about the mystery schools and the, the Kabbalah and the, Freemasons and all that stuff, but there, there's symbolism of death and rebirth in the mm -hmm. ritual process of, of those societies. That shit's very powerful mm -hmm. to the subconscious. And I was to just going to say the subconscious, being. the subconscious uh, doesn't react and doesn't process the same way the conscious mind does. Doesn't seem to. The, 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 the conscious mind is known at this point that we understand it to process in uh, visual and sensory sensory uh, auditory, those types of terms. Mm -hmm. It's very linear. Um, the subconscious mind processes and understands through symbology and symbolism. Um, and it's, it's the hidden aspect of things. It's symbolic. You want to talk to your subconscious mind, do it through symbols. Um, your brain gives you dreams and talks to you through dreams, your subconscious mind. Right. And that's where dream uh, interpretation comes from because it's symbolic. Which is a whole other It's a whole other thing. Nobody knows all that much but about. But so much of programming, quote unquote programming, or understanding your subconscious reaction to things or programming a future reaction to something subconsciously is through symbols, mm -hmm. and that's where sigils come in. I really like sigils. Mm -hmm. As an artist, I've always appreciated putting energy into uh, and, and hidden messages kind of mm -hmm. into art and into words and into logos and mm -hmm. things like that. And I see the value in that. And it, as far as magic, you know, you don't know, but you, people know that, that certain colors make people hungry or make mm -hmm. them mad or make them mm -hmm. feel safe or make them feel tired or whatever it is. Yeah. And why is that though? Right. And why is it across the board that way? Mm -hmm. doesn't matter what part of the world you're from. Right. Uh, it's a human thing. Yeah. So why does it work that way? They don't really know. Right. But this is kind of the look into that. Mm -hmm. And that's why I've always found, yeah. I guess for lack of a better term, mystery schools interesting mm -hmm. because they, it does seem that 
they've spent a lot of time looking into what the hell these things do. Right, right. Like when you look at Kabbalah, and I might be talking out of church with this, uh, they believe the actual ancient uh, letters of mm-hmm. Hebrew are magic. Yes. And and there is a cool vibe to them mm-hmm. uh, that is undeniable sigil, to me. They're sigils within themselves. That's what exactly what uh-huh. they're meant to be, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's funny just how... But wait, before we get that, what is a sigil? We should maybe say that. Oh, okay. In case people are like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? A sigil, a sigil basically is a symbol that carries a thought form, mm-hmm. um, an intention. What's a famous sigil? Oh, goodness. Every friggin' corporate logo, logo yeah. every corporate logo that you've ever seen is a sigil of some kind. Right. They're, they're more complicated in mm-hmm. the past. Runes would be considered sigils, too. For them, yeah. Kind of? Yeah, kind of so. Yeah, they're symbolic. They're, they're images that carry a story, right. which is what a sigil is. Yeah, and we, I think it's funny because the modern person is going through a world that the ancient person would be fucking terrified oh, yeah. by. Like having eyeballs everywhere on mm-hmm. the on the billboards, people's eyes, and mm-hmm. having these big gaudy like logos, the mm-hmm. big arches of McDonald's and the big fucking, you know, Chevron of Chevron mm-hmm. and all these things. That would have yeah. scared the shit out of me. Absolutely. In, in a lot of it ways because that was kind of what some of that's meant to be. Uh, but then marketing plays off of that. Like the eyeballs on a on a billboard mm-hmm. are meant to make you go what the fuck oh right yeah, fucking two two dollars off <laughs> fuck yeah well you know you can actually create your own sigil it's a very very simple thing you could take something uh, like the word happiness um so let's just let's say, do a homework assignment let's do yeah. it let's make so, a sigil so you guys make get your paper and pencil <clears throat> And we're going to use uh, the emotion happiness because everybody loves happiness. Although happiness by itself has a different definition for everyone. Some people are going to think money. Some people are going to think babies. Some people are going to think a new car. What does happiness mean for you? So maybe whatever it might be. So you think of the word happiness and you attach an emotion to that word. You know what happiness feels like. Um, To dig a little deeper what would make you happiest right now? Hmm. I can't say on the air. (laughs) Anyway. Okay, so you're going to write on a piece of paper the word happiness. Happiness. Okay. Um, Mm -hmm. Or... I'm doing that right now. Okay, let's just do happiness because it's going to be a little bit easier. Okay. Okay? Mm -hmm. Now, within your, in your mind's eye... Picture what happiness looks like. What it what does it feel like? And lo- you're looking at that word and you're you're pushing all of that energy into that word. Now what you want to do is you want to take all of the vowels out of it. So the A, the I, the E, cross them out. Put an X through them. Done. Okay. Every vowel. Now, every repeating consonant. Cross those out. There's an extra P and an extra S. Okay, what are you left with? I'm left with an H, a P, an N, and an S. All right, so four letters. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's like H penis. <laughs> so this is where your sigil begins. Now, many people will draw with this, but the easiest way is to take those letters and you write them below the original word, H, P, N, S, and now start doodling with those words or you can even like start writing one over the other so you've got an h now depending on if you wrote a lowercase h or an uppercase h maybe the the tall part of the lowercase h is part of the n 
So you have an H and, and with a little hump to the right, and then you can put a hump to the left for the N. So there's your H in the N. At the very top, maybe you put another hump for the P. And then maybe you uh, somehow fit the S around it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Once you get something that feels good or looks good aesthetically to you. That's a sigil. That's it. Put a circle around it. Yeah. Enclose the energy of that thought form that you put into that word while you were doodling. Put it in a circle. You have yourself a sigil. Now, as long as you were in the process of making the sigil and, and putting everything together, you're, you're holding on to that thought of happiness. What you've just done, of course, is you've done magic. They've made art what, with intent. What they've called magic. Now, that sigil isn't going to work for anybody but you because it's your energy that went into it. And while you were making it, you were programming with a symbol your subconscious mind to invoke that emotion when you look at that picture that you just drew and that sigil will always bring that emotion up the more you use it the stronger it's going to get you want to know what i just did you probably drew a big dick on your paper no i put in the word profit (laughs) and then i just put it together just kind of whatever and the bank of america symbol like naturally showed up and i was like what the fuck how that happened it did not it did it was amazing it did not one way it was it actually formed on the paper it did not illuminati So, you know, so okay, so husband, yes, th- wife, this is a, uh, I was just say, to our listeners, this is the kind of stuff I'm doing my best to be a practicing witch and he'll come by with some smart ass <laughs> thing like that. And it's so funny. I'm doing my best to be a, you know, I know. son of a bitch and contrary to all I know it. A fun sucking cunt to <clears throat> all that I meet. But it's, uh, anyways, well, that's our look into sigils. I feel yeah. like they got you, you very, could. it's very simple. The concept is very simple. It right. just takes focus and a little bit of art. And, uh, yeah, yeah. The, I made one while the, I was sitting here. Yeah. The, the mysticism of sigils gone, gone. Mm-hmm. So there you go. There's a sigil. Yeah. There's a bunch of things I want to still talk about right. in this here witchcraft episode. Right. Uh, I do want to go back to like the drastic differences cause it, it's mm-hmm. fascinates me because of, you know, when you listen to people so flippantly discuss witchcraft or mm-hmm. witches and burn the witches and, you know, mm-hmm. uh, shouldn't leave a witch alive and stuff. It's like, which ones, mm-hmm. all of them. Right. So the the practicers of Kabbalah mm-hmm. and the, and voodoo and druidism mm-hmm. and all these different things. Well, it's speaking from ignorance. It's just like uh, all religious people should die. Right. You know, all Christians. Okay, are you talking about the Protestants? Are you talking right. about the, you know, the the evangelicals? evangelicals or the... it's the same kind of thing. Um, although the Christianity is way more limited well, than witchcraft. The, the thing is with Christianity is it's a straight up ideology. I know. So I know. There's no room for any, right. I mean, they're, they're tolerant of others at best. That's mm-hmm. the point of them. And that's, you know, a whole nother thing with witchcraft. It's like, uh, yeah, nothing can fit into Christianity because it's the opposite of their... Well, they're... Even though they practice a form of witchcraft themselves. They, the Pope is absolutely... Absolutely. He's doing all the these thing, sorts of rituals that are pagan. There, there's a whole sect of witches out there. They call themselves... Um, well, there's secular witches and there's religious witches. There's Christian witches. There's Catholic witches. Seriously. I, I know that's... And <laughs> I could never be a Christian or Catholic witch because to me, and it's just me, my practice wouldn't, would not be real to me because to me, it's those people that killed the witches to begin with. So why would you use their book Right. that says you're a horrible human? 
Only in a couple places. Except though. for, I know, I know. And that's, we're gonna, I'd like to cover that too, because I have some interesting things that I found. What The only thing that I would ever use, and I have used, is the Psalms, the Book of Psalms. Hmm. And that's because the Book of Psalms are spells within themselves. Oh, shit. Don't tell that to everyone. They, But they are. Oh, my. And they've been used that way for oh, thousands of years. Hmm. They really have. Um, okay. So if you're scared, you're a Christian, right? You're in church, and you're having a really, really scary moment. What are you told to say? Uh, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside still waters. He restoreth my soul. Okay. That's a protection chant. <laughs> Fair. Okay? It's Fair. <laughs> that's all of the book of Psalms. So, you know, oh, and there's, there's, there's curses. Did in we open there. up a can of worms with this one or what? Sorry. I love it. <laughs> I love it. People need to talk about this shit. I mean, we're, we're silly. We're at each other's throats mm-hmm. over like uh, bathrooms nothing. and hair colors. Over, and I know. I stupid know. shit that doesn't make any sense at this point. Well, back to the kinds of witches. There are so many kinds of witches. There really are. Every, every, um, faith. Every every race, every continent, there yeah. is a group of them, and many, sometimes many of them. Even sometimes animals. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. I'm sorry. So uh, We are in a, a program called Scatcast Presents, just so you know. Uh, no, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a list right here. Okay. Okay? Yes. I wrote a list down. Now, I could go into description, but I'm not going to for the sake of time. But here is just... I ain't going just, anywhere. Let's just do it. This is just... Okay, but this is off the top of my head. Okay. okay. There's traditional. Traditional witch. Witchcraft, okay. Hedge witch. Kitchen witch. Eclectic witch. Ceremonial witch. Hereditary, elemental, green, sea or water, cosmic, secular, a coven, a witch's coven, mm-hmm. a coven type witch, solitary witch, which is more, well, solitary, right. a gray or neutral witch. There's healers. More Gandalf. There's Dianic. There's Strega. There's Sabotic. Jeez. Wicca. Chaos. Hoodoo. Voodoo. Mm-hmm. Cider. There's, and that's just off the top of my head when I was sitting here. Okay. Um, there are so many, so many. So cider is Nordic or Icelandic or what they call the vulva. Okay, nice. Okay, that. that's the that's the term for a witch in um, a Nordic witch. And there's hoodoo, or I'm sorry, voodoo from Haiti, hoodoo from Africa, chaos uh, witchcraft, which basically originated in 1970s era where people were becoming more eclectic. Hmm. Um, this is when they started to combine things from India. This mm-hmm. is like the Aleister Crowley aftermath yes, stuff. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, Strega is more of an, a, an Italian uh, aspect. Uh, the gray... So lots of pasta, okay. <laughs> Dianic is... A, there's a whole sect of Dianic witches. And they just like and, Michael Jackson's Dirty and, Diana. And that's <laughs> all they do is listen to that song. They... Yeah. Yes, they do. Okay. Um, I'm nailing this shit. You are. Way. Good job. So there's secular witches that do not worship a deity right. at all. Um, universal knowledge, universal energy is right. where they, they, Humanism, they serve. that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, there's so many different kinds. Um and I, do, I, I don't like to claim a, t- a, a title or a term or terminology or label or anything like that because I don't fucking know what I am. Right. Most would look at me and say that I am a, an eclectic chaos witch 
with traditional background. <laughs> no, they wouldn't. Most people would you know have no I idea mean? what the fuck. Those Other are. witches. Okay, yeah, yeah. And those are the those are the things that they've told me I am. And of course, me being the contrarian that I am, I'm like, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I absolutely. I reject, reject that. your reality and replace it with my own. Okay. Okay. So we have kind of a difference now between witchcraft and Wicca. Yes. Wicca is more of a religion. It doesn't mm-hmm. really have any spells or any kind of anything. It can, it, no. Wicca is a religion. They can practice witchcraft. And they have some... De- right, of course. Mm-hmm. And they have deities. Mm-hmm. Uh, witches don't require deities, but can mm-hmm. have deities. Witchcraft it's usually is, it's is, usually the god and the goddess. It's the masculine and feminine. Yeah. Right. And so basically every culture has been trying to manipulate matter with their intentions of their mind. Yeah. And... and Since the dawning of time. Yeah. yeah. And so it looks... <laughs> and then, so they have these names like druids and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. now we've got an idea between the difference of witchcraft, Wicca. Mm-hmm. Now the heathen, the pagan, and the occult. That those is... Those are also words that get thrown all together and they yes. all have kind of... You know, they all touch each other or mm-hmm. overlap, but... What's what's a what's the difference between a heathen and a pagan? Okay, so at the very this one is very difficult to answer because they're nearly identical. Okay, okay, the, so these are Christian terms, I'm sure, and they are. Okay. They they really they were uh, Judeo Christian, I will say. They were sure. the Jews had something to do with this. Terms too. were developed by Christian. Yes, right. they were, but essentially a heathen. Uh, is an individual that mostly doesn't venerate a deity. They don't worship. They don't acknowledge a deity. Mostly. Mm-hmm. Not all of them. Pagans, most of them... Have a deity. Oh, many. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's Poly. polytheistic. Yeah. Um, and, you know, most of them are, but not all of them. In my studies, what I found is... Okay, now bear with me, and I'm going to do my best to explain this. For individuals that live on this planet that truly believe that their life exists on this planet, it exists on this plane, and they react to their life on this plane in the life that they're living with no guarantee that there's anything after, Mm -hmm. those are heathens. Okay. And they live in the moment. Uh, there's no guarantee that anything is going to happen after they do or don't venerate a deity. Most of them don't. Right. Um, they are earth. I feel like I might be a heathen a, a little bit. They're, they're, they're earth. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Hippies. No, they are. They live here with no expectation. Hippies. Okay. They, they oh, enjoy their life for what it is. Now, pagans. Pagans come here, let's see, they would live their life with the assistance of the other world. Okay. So they're trying to manipulate the world and change it. And the heathens are just taking it as it is. That's a reach, but but kind of, kind of, yes. Um, To put it simply, yes, there's a lot more to it than that. But you've got your pagans with their many gods or no gods. But their mindset is that they've come here as a stopover and there's more to come. Heathens, and this is my interpretation of the studying that I've done, heathens have come here because this is what's, this is the place to be. And there might be something maybe, but it doesn't matter. So they're living their life uh, not under a burden. Okay. Whereas you have 
pagans that potentially could be living under a burden because this is just a stopover. Well, because pagans... Does that make sense? I think so, because pagans do end up having <clears throat> probably likely some sort of belief system. Yes. Because there's so many different pagan belief systems, mm-hmm. and that's... Oh, there's so... It's... You can't... So heathens might not really have an ideology. Pagans could possibly or likely will have an ideology. Likely. Okay. Yes. Um, the heathens are more... And, and And what I'm doing is I'm putting a label on something that is not all-encompassing. So as long as everyone who's listening knows that I am not being all-inclusive... Hashtag not all heathens. Exactly. What I'm trying to do for my own brain, what I've tried to do over the years, is gain a basic understanding. Mm -hmm. Um, Because there's got to be a baseline that may or may not be constant throughout the whole thing, but there is a majority in there. And that's what I've found. Hmm. Love okay. It. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. So we have an idea now. A witch could be one of a thousand different kinds of humans that wants to change matter through intention mm-hmm. and possibly through spells and ritual. Mm-hmm. A Wiccan is a religious practice that's mm-hmm. really pretty new mm-hmm. and that is based around nature, mm-hmm. uh, nature deities, mm-hmm. and could could lead to witchcraft. Can. But mm-hmm. pro- possibly but not. But may not. Mm-hmm. A heathen is someone who's just fucking around, having a good old time. Yeah. Doesn't give a shit about the morrow or the yesteryear. Potentially, yes. But uh, mm-hmm. probably not an ideology. Right. And then a pagan is someone that could fall into the many of the old religions, yes. many of the old ideologies, their own uh, local ideologies, mm-hmm. all those kind of things. Mm-hmm. Now that leads us to a cult. And I know that word means hidden. Yes. That's all that means. Uh, yes. It gets a lot of scary stuff and it gets roped into witchcraft. Mm-hmm. But a cult isn't necessarily just witchcraft. Is no. It? Occultism, occultism is the study of um, the hidden aspects of Humanity and the mysteries of our universe, mysteries of life. According to whom? This is according to... Assholes hiding shit from the rest of us. Everyone who's ever written about it. Right. Okay. Now, from my experience, when I went into this, um, way back when, my idea of the occult when I started was that I wanted to know the shit that they were hiding. I wanted to know the secrets. And then as I've moved forward and read these things, I'm sure there's a fuck ton out there that I'm unaware of. Right. But as I move forward, the more I learn, the more I find the best way to hide something is in plain sight. Right. And I found, it really it is, the be- don't hide it. Hide it in plain sight. Make it so that it's unseeable. And so what I found is through the, my study of the occult is that everything I was looking for that I'm digging and I'm moving on this linear pattern that's taking me year after year after decade after decade, when I finally realized everything I was looking for was actually in the very first fucking book I read right? because I did not have the mindset, the perception, or the life experiences or my understanding of symbology. I didn't have the thought processes to process their words the way they needed to be. Right. To understand what they were saying. That's like reading James Joyce. Where you're Is like, it? Yeah. Okay. You read James Joyce and you're like, what the fuck did that guy just say? Okay. And then he gets smarter and older. And you're like, <laughs> holy fuck, I think I cracked the code onto two sentences from all of that. I don't know. Now I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to actually go out on a limb. Okay. And say a lot of the Bible. The is, king 
is secret a, shit is a cult. There's a lot of occult symbology in there. There's and there's a way you can read it so that you have to be able to read it with a specific mindset. Now the maybe Bible code. It, Remember it, that shit. Uh, Remember that book? There was a book out, a couple of books out called The Bible Code. Where, yeah, when you break down the actual Hebrew. Okay. Yeah, but was that, the, that was a movie. Aramaic, no, 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 no. Oh. No, no. no, what I'm talking about was, uh, it was a book. It was a, I mean, it's a, a religious study on a religious book. Okay. And it's an attempt to put science on a religious book, which is never good. And mm-hmm. really, you can find symbology if you use certain uh, pattern stuff with Moby oh, Dick see, and shit. And you can find secret That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about a mindset. Uh, a way to process words Uh, you know there's there's reading between the lines there's understanding the unspoken portion of the narrative some of the allegories are meant to to trigger some esoteric understanding yeah and it's not all of the bible or i just haven't gotten there yet i just know there's certain aspects that's where i found the psalms yeah. That's where I pr- picked up on the psalm stuff. I think it's interesting that there's so much witchcraft in yeah and the religions that don't like. I can't believe the Pope is walking down with his, you know, his um, burning incense. Yeah, and I the mean, fucking, and they burn the, the same incense I do. Right. It's I very, it. very interesting. I love it. We've sold uh, products to the Vatican as well from Amara B. Yes, which we is have. Awesome. That was an interesting experience. You know, the the other part <laughs> is I will meditate and create with intention. Uh, maybe a tea or um, I'll, I'll sew a poppet together or a, a little pillow with herbs in it mm-hmm. and give it to somebody to keep bad dreams or, away or something. Mm-hmm. And what I'm doing, the whole process is identical to prayer. Right, it is. <laughs> it's no different. It's just I'm putting my intention into it because I see myself as a reflection of the universe and you know, the, the creator himself, herself, itself, whatever it is. Right. Um, so basically the I'm big programmer. I'm using my energy within instead of praying to a, a, a God to do the work for me. You know, I'm sorry. In my opinion, if there was a God, that person's sick for a reason and it was his will to make that happen. So who the fuck are you to make him change his mind? Right. And that's how I see the world. So I can't practice religion because I'm a fucking heathen, maybe. I don't know, or a pagan. I don't know. But what I can see is that there is no God. There is only a neutral source. doesn't give a fuck about anyone in particular. It really doesn't care. It doesn't seem to care. It just is. That's a very there, de- that's a deist perspective of the universe, of a God. A creator that created everything but then walked away and said, nah. Well, you know, I don't believe that there is... I don't believe the the creator, whatever, the the energy that created life. I don't think it's either good or bad. I don't think it likes us. I don't think it hates. I think it's a different. <laughs> you don't think it's looking into how you're going to get a job promotion later? You don't think <laughs> I so? I really don't think any of that matters. <laughs> I think it's up to us to make those changes. What a shattering of the paradigm you've done. If it is, if it is to be, it is up to me. Remember that cheesy fucking statement? Well, I live by that. That's a pretty good statement. And so... Um, if I want to, if I want to facilitate change in myself first, I have to do it. If I want to facilitate any type of change in my environment, I need to get off my ass and clean my house. That's you know, if, if I want to facilitate a change in my employment, I got to go out there and I got to put out those applications and I have to dress up my resume, mm-hmm. but I also need to do it with intention. 
with a focus because that's where that change comes in. We are all, by just being human, we're all magicians, we're all witches in our own right. And nobody realizes that. I don't know how many times, it's, it's written all over the place. If you want to change, if you're having a bad day, and you want to change the day that you're having, and you want to change your quote unquote luck, you got to change your attitude. Mm-hmm. That's intention mm-hmm. all by itself. So, so that's when we started talking about Amar B, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and I come from that skeptical, I would have joined every skeptic society in the world kind mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. That's what intrigued me the most and made me want to be a part of it the most was that to be any kind of actual practicing anything in this world amongst the respectable folk, whatever that means and mm-hmm. stuff that you guys, it's like self-appointed experts and then other people, mm-hmm. you know, res- respecting them and stuff. A lot of people are, would be getting letters uh, from people that want to say, I want to become a witch and da, da, mm-hmm. da. And it's right away. They're like, okay, well you have to do a lot of personal work. You have mm-hmm. to know yourself. Mm-hmm. And then they kind of explain like what that is. Mm-hmm. Because if you delve into these, cause it's really a lot of psychological stuff. It's in mm-hmm. your mind. Uh, and it's discipline of the mind is yes. what a lot of this is described as, especially the Aleister Crowley side and the, mm-hmm. the Kabbalah side and stuff. And so I like it because there's very few things you don't need to discipline your mind in most religions. It doesn't matter. Mm-mm. There's already a, just, you just, just follow the dots. Yeah. yeah. Show up. Don't do these things, whatever. Yeah. You'll be fine. Uh, say some little things here and there. Mm-hmm. And so this is actually forcing you. It's like before you can even pretend yeah. to do any of these things, you got to fucking figure it out or you're fucked is right. what the warning is from these right. people. And I think that's uh, more interesting. It's more. Well, that's 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 basically what I've valuable shared. to people, even if it doesn't yeah. work, even if it doesn't work, even if they never cast a spell or, or you know, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. To get to that point, they're like, well, I had to face this problem I had in my life, yeah. this memory I had. And right. I had to face my monster inside mm-hmm. of me and stuff. And I came overcame that. It's like, well, that's what fucking going to a shrink is for, Mm -hmm. you know? So in a lot of ways, I think maybe people are are leaning towards witchcraft for an easy way to get back at people, (laughs) but they're finding... It's the hardest fucking thing out there. They're finding stoicism and they're finding, Mm -hmm. you know, some Carl Jung. (laughs) in In order to have any effect or change on your environment or the energy around you, you have to clean off your front porch first. You yeah. have to clean up your own bullshit. Yeah. Because, um, you know, you, you, you can't go in and do the dishes. I keep using analogies, but this Please. is how my brain works. But you can't go in and to do the dishes and expect a clean kitchen um, <clears throat> and not, you know, mop the floor. Um, you can't throw your dishes covered with chunks of food in the dishwasher and then and literally, you know, pouring soup and shit in the bottom. You have to rinse your dishes off first before you put them in the dishwasher for them to be clean. I'm learning all sorts of new things. Today. You you cannot throw all of those dishes with all the food stuck on there, dried and all the bullshit that's been there for fucking years. You cannot put that in the dishwasher, run it through a cycle and expect that stuff to become clean. Need a better dishwasher. You have to do the work. No, you have to do the work before you you get the final result. You have to. That work has to be done. And the expectation needs to be set that in order to facilitate change, you have to change yourself first because you cannot be a fucking chaotic mess and expect a change in your environment. It doesn't work that way because nine times out of 10, if you're a chaotic mess, you're fucking probably causing the problems. Right. You know? So... 
As soon as you can work through your own bullshit, most of your issues, your problems will fall away. Now, you will have a bunch more to deal with and you'll have a bunch more new ones because you will have moved ahead in your understanding of yourself and the world that you live in. And you're going to see problems that were always there, but you didn't even know they were there because you weren't smart enough to know that they were there or you weren't aware enough to know that they were there. And that is the path. That's the path you're going to have to follow for the rest of your life. However, the further you follow and the deeper you go, the less you know, the less happy you are, but the more fulfilling life is. Because I don't want to say the less happier you are. That's not true. The happiness is greater and stronger and more fulfilling. And the darkness is darker and deeper. It's just a more of a broad experience. Hmm. So the more you move forward in knowing yourself, knowing your craft, and experiencing this world, your 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 emotional reaction, I guess, your emotional experiences, your ability to experience emotion itself becomes bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, your happiness is is more vast. And on the flip side, everything, there's a balance to everything. What goes up must come down. Your sadness is also deeper. Um, But because of that, you can appreciate that expansive happiness that much more. This practice is not for the faint of heart. It's not for the weak-minded individual. The thing is, you start your practice with intention and you follow it and you won't be weak-minded because right. you can't be right and you that's it, why i like it you grow as a, as a and you strengthen yourself yes. so there whether there's a spiritual plane or not the material world ben, you benefit from from absolutely. doing this kind of psychological absolutely. work uh, w- there could be other ways to do it as well mm-hmm. uh, but i do like this one one thing i want to bring up and bring it back to with this is the the female-centric part of the actual Mm-hmm. women mm-hmm. and and there, uh, there's lots of men that are in very much attracted to this as well as mm-hmm. they should be it's it's not an exclusive to women thing mm-hmm. but the thing that's uh, you know and i'm not an overtly like oh my god i'm a you know the pa- let's fight the patriarchy kind of guy right, and right. all that stuff what i'm saying is that it is very obvious that the caricatures of witches is mm-hmm. meant the same way that napoleon is short through all mm-hmm. history is from propaganda mm-hmm. uh it's basically christian religion and and Actually, all the Abrahamic religions have basically said no to this. They've mm-hmm. had a war. The Crusades, a lot of it was not I just ha- against I have an opinion. Islam. It was also against these pagans and, and destroying different versions of Christianity that were too pagan. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I guess, what is my question? Uh, why why do we deal with this weird... You see where I'm going, but why why are we even here? Like... Witches aren't even close to what the Bible, you know, or right. what, what Christianity put, paints them as. Well, <clears throat> I think we're here because, well, is we, it the propaganda just we've, we've, living and living? We've grown as humans. We've advanced in science. We've advanced in our understanding of science and the world that we live in. In medicine, our brains have expanded around concepts um, over the centuries that we didn't understand before. You know. Um, if you were to take a, a friggin' cell phone back to, you know, 800 common era, mm-hmm. they're going to think that's Super witchcraft magic, and yeah, magic. Absolutely. Okay. 
Um, something as simple as just a Bic lighter, you know. Uh, but they'll get over that real quick, though. They'll but be like, okay, that's I, amazing, but... All I'm saying is we have what used to be magic is now commonplace. Right. Um, we have no need as a society for the fear and oppression of organized religion. Now, some of us, some humans still require parameters mm -hmm. because they have not advanced emotionally enough. E fighting words. I'm just saying they <laughs> require that. There are individuals that require that because they have not gotten to that point yet. Doesn't mean they can't. Right. It means they just haven't. It's scary to bust out of your, your parents. Okay, so it society. is. It's the other thing I've realized is choices are scary. Yes. It's so much easier to be said to be told do this and don't worry about anything else. The moment somebody says, I don't know, they take the blinders away and you see the whole expanse around you and they're like, I have no idea where you should go. Why don't you just go and do your own thing? To a lot of people that's scary. Um, choices are scary. They're intimidating. Mm -hmm. Um and that doesn't mean those people are bad. I don't want I don't want our listeners to think that that's what I'm saying because that is not it at all. Right. Some individuals thrive if they are just pointed. Mm -hmm. They thrive there. I think most. And we need those individuals. And I think most of most of us most of the time just want to be like just show me what to do, goddammit. Right, right. Um there's other individuals that can't thrive there. Right. We're all different and we have different methods of learning and moving through life. The problem is, is we have a hard time tolerating each other. So that's a, that's a problem. Differences. That is a problem because just because this person does says or believes something different than this person over here doesn't mean either of them are wrong. Right. It doesn't... They could both be wrong. They like, could. Likely are both, both wrong. Well, yeah. that's being here on Earth and being human with mm -hmm. these human brains of ours. We're likely wrong all the time. It's likely everything I've said is bullshit. But Same. it's the Same. it's the way that I understand and see the world. Right. You're doing your best. That's all. Exactly. We can so, ask of you. When it comes to witchcraft, it's, it's a fearful thing. And it's been made to be fearful um, the original translation of the Hebrew Bible there's there's debate here mm -hmm. that the original translation of the Hebrew Bible uh, stated so there, uh, let me rewind it a little bit so there's a statement and it's the one statement it's the one verse that everyone always says is it Leviticus or it's whatever? Exodus, Exodus yeah okay. Exodus 22 18 it says thou shalt not suffer a witch to live right that's in the King James version of the Bible right okay Which was edited many 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 centuries later well by King James King right. James affirmed this. He Possibly approved Sir this Francis version. Yeah. Now let's take a quick remembrance. Okay, King James. King James was the one who was afraid of witches. He actually interviewed them and persecuted them himself after he thought that witches stirred up a storm in the ocean when he was bringing his new bride over and almost sunk her ship. Hmm. He was paranoid that they were trying to kill him for like 20 years. So King James was afraid of witches and he actually approved the change from sorceress, I believe it was, to witch hmm. in his period of time. And when was that, King James? Uh... uh it's like somewhere near Shakespeare, but not quite. So prior to that, it was, I believe it was sorcerer or it was sorceress. 
Okay? okay. That came from another interpretation, um, which was, uh, the original translation was mek Hashafa. Okay, I wrote this down. I don't know how to pronounce it, but that's Hashafa. the Hebrew word. Okay. M-E-K-H-A-S-H-E-P-H-A. Mekashafa. Okay. Okay. Now, there's two translations to English from that word. The first translation, which they moved forward with, the translation drills it down to basically to chant or to cut herbs. The word makashafa. Okay. To chant or to cut herbs. Both things a witch would do. Right. But who else chants? Monks chant. Yeah. Football fans. Who else cut herbs? Cooks cut herbs. Football fans. Okay. So, <laughs> but it, they got it from there. Right. But the most likely uh, translation is referred to makashafa. <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce that word. Right. To pharmakeia. Okay, so pharmakeia uh, was is almost a direct translation, which they didn't use. Okay. But it meant poisoner. Oh, fuck me. Okay. So essentially... Somebody that poisons a tribe has to die. Yes. And they turn that into... The original, the original translation was supposed to be poisoner. Well, it could be a poisoner of the mind, a poisoner of the yes. spirit of society. One well, that's who, could be, that could be what... One who chants... Are. Cut herbs and poisons. I'm blaming King James because he sounds like a dumb. He's shit. the one that switched it to witch. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um. So for those that do follow the 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 Christian Bible, mm-hmm. um, witch is new. <laughs> witch came around around the time of the witch trials. Yeah. Um. And it was because King James was afraid of them because he was afraid that they were going to take his power away. Right. Now, out of fear of, con- of, of losing control uh, during this period of time, men had to hold on to all the control they had out of fear of women. Okay, let's not be foolish here. Mm-hmm. Women, uh, even today, they carry a lot of power. They carry a lot of power just within themselves. They mm-hmm. carry a lot of power because for whatever reason, we're portals. We bring babies here. Yeah. You know, we wizards. bring we bring other people to You're the planet. You're a fucking wizard. Um, also, any man out there, what, what are the, some of the stupid sayings they have out there? Happy wife, happy life. Right. I think that's fucking ridiculous, right. but <laughs> it's it's a thought process. Um, there's They're so, not wrong. There's so <laughs> there's so many of these these sayings that people just flippantly say nowadays. But what it does is something as simple as happy wife, happy life. That means if that woman is happy, the everything is right in the world. Do you know how much power that gives that female? Part of it. Do, yes. Yeah. And if that were true, and men were afraid of women taking the power away, the best way is to make them seem evil. To make the, any of the females that use that power, that step up and go against the grain, make them evil. Mm-hmm. Make them go against the religion. Make Turn them into demons themselves. Right. And that's the best way. Now, um, that's, and that's what's happened for f- centuries. Mm-hmm. Um, witchcraft has been looked at as this 
evil thing. Most witches are looked at as women because although there were a lot of men involved in there too. Yeah, burned in the stake. It was it was a political statement. It was a political it was it was um it was an economic thing. It's kind of right and Land left, left and, right kind of yeah, shit. Where, exactly. Because exactly. obviously Christianity is, is there are various versions of it that are mm-hmm. very good for women that have been like the women's rights champions mm-hmm. actually throughout time. But if you really interpret the Bible, you know, straight up, mm-hmm. it is not nice to women. Mm-mm, that's the thing. It is it's the opposite of witchcraft it where it's very much, a, you know, it's a patriarchal kind of thing, as people will say. It's absolutely oppressive. It demonizes women. It oppresses them, makes them uh, well, slaves Well, you're the original sinners. Cattle. You're yeah. the original sinners. Yeah, we're the reason everything's wrong yeah, in the world. Exactly. And so anytime a woman can take her power back and feel good about the fact that she is a female on this planet and follow a path that celebrates that, mm-hmm. that is, is enlightening. It's fulfilling. Um, and it, it brings meaning and peace to a, a woman's life and a step further understanding herself, mm-hmm. understanding her psyche and how she reacts to things that makes her even more powerful. And that's why I think witchcraft is so attractive yeah. to these women who may feel oppressed or victimized or weak and effective mm-hmm. for these things that we talked about yeah. for the, for the material world, uh, mentality help. Mm-hmm. I think it's effective. It's been the, my favorite part. I think of, mm-hmm. of being a part of a Marby is seeing young women, yeah. women of all ages actually, uh, grow, and explain to you like how like thank you for this and mm-hmm. you know I really feel a change in my life because of this I mean mm-hmm. you carry a lot of great books and you have a lot of great information and you have a lot of resources for people to mm-hmm. learn things uh, and that's really cool because that's really all that we want to do with our lives is like get better mm-hmm. at being who yeah. we are get better at understanding you know where we're going and, right. and who we are right and that's I think witchcraft is a way for women to and take contr- men and men mm-hmm. but i mean men have a lot more options i guess because but not really not not in the same way right so you're right you're right but i think again it's more attractive to women because there's really no options if you're a female there Some, are no it can, religions it can, that are it can appear that way if you want an organized religion you're fucked because you're just a yeah, peon you you're just a you know you're you're a cockroach um maybe not to this day and age but I could be speaking out of school here too, but in my experience, I haven't found one religion out there that celebrates womanhood, right. uh, women for who they are, right. not as a wife or as, you know, a, a, a birthing thing, you <laughs> birthing know, unit. exactly. Um, uh, or, you know, a something, something to trade for cattle. Right. And again, I want to own, (laughs) I do want to make it clear though, too. I also recognize that it was Christianity and it was a lot of Christians that were pushing for women's rights for, you know, when, Mm -hmm. when the first wave feminism came Mm -hmm. into the world, uh, those were, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, there were a lot of secular people involved too, actually, but, uh, and they were pushing against Christians, but there were a lot of Christians that were Mm -hmm. fighting for that. And I don't know, man, I think religion is kind of keeping people from doing the right thing more so than not. Uh, so I, I can't give Christianity credit for either of those things. It's the, the people that abolished slavery were Christians and the people that mm-hmm. fucking love slavery were Christians. And it's all throughout the Bible. Just like forms. anything in this world there, it runs the gamut. Nothing is either 
or. Nothing is right or wrong. Nothing right. is evil or good. Especially with a Bible or, or there a, a is, political ideology with so when, many claims. When And when there's so many individual people involved, yeah. you are not, there's no such thing as, we're, we're too polarized in our thinking right now. Hmm. I think we live in a very polarizing uh, community. Yeah. And doesn't matter what we're talking about. Just this as an example, you had to throw um, that idea in there, which should just be a given. Nobody is saying that Christianity is 100% bad and that it is just the bane of all things and right. terrible. Nobody. I could be pushed to say something like that. But nobody said that. <laughs> but you still felt the need to uh, clarify that not all of it is bad. And I've done the same thing in my speech, in my, my speaking tonight on this episode, mm -hmm. because we are compelled to clarify that we are not speaking in absolutes. Right. And it's I so think, pathetic, actually. I think it's a valuable thing because so many buddy think in absolutes. Right. And that's where but the, that's the pathetic thing, but that's where the damage sits. Yeah. That's where the limitations sit. And, and in order to be a full human <laughs> or to start down that path, got to get rid of that. First of all, that divisive thought, mm -hmm. that black and white, man, nothing is black and white. There is a gray area and a balance to everything. Um, in Everything is natural. Nothing mm -hmm. is unnatural on this planet. Mm -hmm. And everything is, uh, it's, it's. It's varying degrees of color. I mean, all the way down to the light spectrum. So there is no solid, only black and white. Get rid of that mindset and understand that there is a spectrum to everything. Yeah. And that's the first step to moving forward. And being for us to be able to have a conversation. Could you imagine if you and I stood on opposite sides, which we often do, mm -hmm. and claimed that there is absolutely no room for anything between your ideology and my ideology. Not, I don't want to know why I use those words, but I know what you mean though. Yeah. You know, could you imagine if that's how we tried to communicate that there was zero bridge there? Right. Oh. We're just shouting at each other over the fucking stream or the river or whatever. It's like, you yeah, fuck you. Right. You know, th we that's would get, what people are doing right now. We though. would get nowhere. Fuck you, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Alan. Alan. Fuck you. Well, one, one of the things and I try to put this in, to one of the skit scats yesterday for mm -hmm. for scatcast was uh, you know and and the example was like capitalism and communism. Mm -hmm. It's just information. People want to want to make things ideology. They want to be tribal about stuff, and they want to follow along with some sort of plan from smart people. Some other smart person or deity made this thing. Mm -hmm. But what we're missing is that it's information. Right. Like if you're a, a right wing Republican guy. Like, you're not supposed to know very much about Karl Marx. Mm -hmm. You're not supposed to know what the fuck he's talking about when inside, you know, Das Kapital or Communist mm -hmm. Manifesto. You're supposed to just believe it's the evil shit mm -hmm. and, and vice versa. You're not supposed to think that Ronald Reagan said a fucking smart thing one time in his life. Not one word did he say was good, mm -hmm. you know, and that's. But the thing is, is both of those places of information, uh, Ronald Reagan's not equivalent to Karl Marx, but whatever, mm -hmm. uh, it's just information. Right. You know, when I read 
communist manifesto it wasn't like i can't wait to be a commie Mm -hmm. i can't wait to embrace all of this shit it's like no what kind of information's in here Mm -hmm. what did they find anything that's like universal an axiom that 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 Mm -hmm. we can't ever replace or is this all debatable shit is it all speculation is there some science here Mm -hmm. it's information capitalism the theories the the concepts behind it it's just information witchcraft all these people that are going out and trying new things you mm-hmm. know, whether or not they can put it down on paper in a proper scientific study mm-hmm. where we can rigorously test it it's still information right. that, like Aleister Crowley's not you shouldn't just dismiss it because well I don't fucking I've never heard of that work and I don't care blah 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 mm-hmm. it's like there might be one nugget in there that's worth it for you as mm-hmm. a person that can make your life make more sense or, or something mm-hmm. and that's what I found with all of these things like but instead of looking at things as information that you should probably just absorb, right. you know, maybe not own, don't, right. don't buy the whole fucking cow, right. but just take a look at it and say, okay, you know, that's, there's some stuff in there. It's, yeah. That's an intellectual thought. Right. Blah, blah, blah. I'm going to take this, this information. I'm going to set it aside. I'm not going to discard it. I'm going to set it aside mm-hmm. for future use just in case. Right. Maybe it'll apply somewhere. And, and I think that's very valuable. Yeah. And that's why government is obsolete and why it can't work. <laughs> I know that's a weird pivot, but that's why it can't work is because it's, it's dedicated to one or two ideologies. And so therefore it can't be part hmm. of this that's intellectual why, game that we're playing. That is why organized religion can't also, work. Is also true. Because it, it, it's one or two ideologies. It can't change. And it can't change. It can't admit that it's wrong. And it can't, it can't be, the, the scientific method cannot be applied. Imagine if we applied the scientific method to <laughs> the very idea of government. How many times have we tested government as we've walked yeah. through the, the earth? We've had democracies, we've mm-hmm. had republics, we've had all these things. Mm-hmm. And they all end up burning the witches. They all end up burning the public for reasons that are arbitrary and the I will think, of, of a mob over the other mob. I think it is fascinating that I have been a... Uh, basically a student of theology in in many aspects for many many years and i you've been studying economics and uh, gosh human action and the things that you've studied Dumb shit, yeah. and we've actually uh, we're on two two different topics but we're studying the same thing and we're coming to the same conclusions right. about two different topics here we are that's fascinating weird huh Weird. Well, it, huh. all, it all comes down to all our right. belief systems. Our belief systems drive us, right? So right. that's why ideology is dangerous. So if you if you decided like I'm done looking into stuff, just feed me the information I need, and I'll just do it. No, oh, see, that's that's wrong. Yeah. I mean, well, that's it's limiting. It's limiting, it and there's no learning there. If you're busy, if you've got six kids and they just are pain mm-hmm. in the ass, and you got 15 things you got to do every day. Uh, you know, I bet it's appealing. In the moment, it can be appealing. Right. And in the moment, it might be beneficial for that individual at that time. But that doesn't mean 20 years from now, it's still going to be beneficial. I'm willing to state right now, it's not beneficial. You got to right. do it the hard, the hard way is the only way. And right. the most important thing you got is your brain. Right. And uh, it's the thing that will get you through from the beginning to the end. Mm-hmm. So you have to take the time to do the right thing for your brain, I think. Right. Hmm. So yeah, makes sense. shortcuts don't always work, but no. it's so hard. It's easier to say that than to do it because the six kids and the fucking 18 hours at work and the, you know. yes, but think if you were capable of doing it, even if it's tiny little increments daily, little five minutes here, two minutes there. If you continued moving forward that way, do you know how much of a badass you'd be by the time that right. last child was 18 and out of the house? No shit. You'd be a fucking 
badass. That's right. Just fall up. You'll be <laughs> fine. We're always falling up. You're fine. Right. So witchcraft. Holy fuck. We've gone all over the place with this. We really did. I hope that some of these ideas and, and um, opinions and uh, some some of the information that I put out there, I hope it made sense. Yeah. Visit us at amarb.com. You can yeah. find a whole bunch more things and plus a bunch of lovely smelling things that are mm-hmm. made right here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marby does all the kind of witch stuff that you'd mm-hmm. be interested in. And we don't say that that much here on Scatcast, but right. we're, we're definitely interested in you guys checking it out. Right. Monique does such a great job. It oh, is, thank you. It is a fantastic operation, too. You order something, and it's fucking out. It is in your house <laughs> before you know it. And uh, high quality, a lot of, like I said, a lot of the stuff is handcrafted. She's an amazing human mm-hmm. being. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, and she has a lot of resources, links to... Mm-hmm. Monique is, is respected quite well by quite a few people in the witch community uh, mm-hmm. because you. she's very respectful to all the people that you like. And there's a nice little circle of folks. Yeah, so, there is a cool, cool little group. I love it. Yeah, uh, I, I still got more questions, and this doesn't have a time limit on it. So, of all the different kinds of witchcraft, mm-hmm. you've said what kind of witch you are, mm-hmm. as far as those kind of terms. Um, you, so you're kind of more European and stuff. Mm-hmm. Would you say that 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 you chose that because of your culture, or because it seems like the closest to correct, as far as or the furthest from wrong from being woo, or from I would not ha- working like you'd like I'd have to say that it's because uh, you've tried most of these I know yeah that. I've I've meandered through the, the only way that I can make an educated choice or decision uh, of following a path is to try it right and so I tried these things and then from there the best way to follow a path is to in my opinion take the best parts of things and make your own Right. And because it has all the things that you personally need. Um, so that's what I've done. But <clears throat> I am, I, I do follow a lot of the European traditions. Mm-hmm. And um, there's several just in there too. It's not just Druidic. It's yeah, well, see, and, and my, my practice is considered traditional uh, European witchcraft. So that's kind of English based, right? Yes. Yeah. But Br- there British. is, there's a new term. It's new. It was coined in 2004. It's a new term for a very, very old concept. The concept hasn't changed, but the terminology has. Is that hermetic? To differentiate sabbatic. Sabbatic. Yes. Okay. So, and it was Andrew Chumbley, um, rest in peace, he's no longer with us. He passed away at a fairly young age. I think he was 34. Um, a fantastic mind. Fantastic mind. Uh, wrote some books out there. Um, I've read a few. And he's, uh, yeah, there's a bunch more that I haven't. But anyways, he basically formulated this this practice uh, out of, he didn't formulate it. He brought it to the surface and renamed it. Um, so we could, something that we could understand. Now, sabbatic witchcraft is fascinating to me. Um, traditional witchcraft is basically the path that I do follow. However, that's, that's Harry not, Potter, right? Um, <laughs> no, it's not. It, what I do involves a lot of what they call folk magic. So, uh, folk magic is, that's um, herbs and stuff, right? It's herbs and rocks, stones, twigs, hair, Furs, bones. So it's like kind of the beginning of medicine and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And folk magic has a lot to do with what I was talking about. Puppets. Um, what they call sympathetic magic and tag locks and that sort of and thing. And again, puppets are kind of like voodoo dolls. Right? Yeah, somewhat, yeah. I guess. Yeah. 
Um, it's same concept. Right. Yeah. Trying to facilitate change. Now, I don't use puppets <laughs> to hurt people. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Uh, if I want to hurt somebody, I put them in the freezer. But um, I use... Like the actual person? No, no. Right off, do the Jeffrey Dahmer shit? Jesus. No, 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 no. You need um, Jesus is what the whole con- this whole podcast is about. Poppets, what I do when I, when I work with poppets, it's usually for blessings or healings. Because the easiest way, if I can't be there to give a salve or to give a tea or whatever, uh, the best way is to pray for that person. And any church-going person would say the same. Right. Pray for them. Um, the best way to pray for them is to have an image of them, right? You see a picture and you pray for that person. You're looking at them and you're praying for them. All I'm doing is creating an item and I'm doing the same thing. Um, although it changes once you look at the actual um, mechanics of it. They're praying to a God that they believe in. I am asking my spirits around me and what they what the religious people would call familiar spirits uh spirits that i've become familiar with in one way or another for one reason or another either they're there in my life or i have called to them uh, and brought them to me or there's lsd in our water (laughs) but i work in this way right and um yeah it's it's and i'm not doing it i'm not doing any of this stuff what is happening is I'm just the conduit for the stuff to take place. That's it. It's not me. It's my team right. of those that are around me that nobody else sees. And that's going to have to be on the Amara B podcast, mm-hmm. which will be coming soon. Yes. Very soon. I'm pushing yeah. for that. Cause I think you, I think we'll have a lot of fun with that. With yeah. You. Um, I want to ask a couple more questions before okay. I get to, uh, just have you away from the microphones and hang out with you hmm. and ourselves. Um, or we go to bed one of the two, but, uh, if somebody was interested in this mm-hmm. and they wanted to get into it, mm-hmm. there this isn't like something that you can just, there's, here's Witchcraft 101. Mm-hmm. I mean, Wicca kind of has that. They have a book that's <clears throat> meant to kind of mm-hmm. get you guided. Um, but that's not witchcraft, as we've mm-hmm. discussed. We Monique and I have discussed this as owners of Mara B, where it's like, you know, we want people to come to a Mara B and be able to walk right into the path. Mm-hmm. But there isn't really a book. Mm-mm. No, uh, you know, I've had some, I've I had that question asked a lot. Mm-hmm. That makes me where happy because it's be- absolutely not an ideology at that point. Right. Where do I begin? And it can be, but it, this, this is a good sign that it's not. The, there's, uh, in order to answer that question, because I get it, I get it a lot. I return it with another question. <laughs> and I know people hate that. Uh, um, but in order to, and I'll let them know, in order to answer your question to the best of my ability, I need to know a little bit more about you. Are you willing to eat babies? <laughs> so I'll ask them a little bit, what brought you here? What are you looking for? Um, what practice have you done? Do you have any religious background? I mean, then there's these specific questions that I need to ask because I need to know their motivation. Um, I'm not going to throw traditional witchcraft at somebody who has just come from the Catholic Church because that is the worst thing for them. They have to ease into that. What I would do is I would give them Wicca. Um, I'm I'm not going to give Wicca to somebody who is coming in from Strega and they want to learn something new because they're past that. Um, So, you know, it, it. there is no witchcraft 101, this is how you begin. Okay. Um, and I'm not, oftentimes I won't be giving them a book. What I'm going to do is 
show them different blog posts right and then ask questions and tell me how you feel about that and then from there what did it you know did this help you at all and from there then i can ease down a path and find out which direction to point them in mm-hmm. so which is very i mean that's the issue mm. is it it's like i want to i i am attracted to this culture that i see mm-hmm. Uh, as a as witch, mm-hmm. you know whether it's from watching TV shows and movies or documentaries or whatever. Or well, the first thing I'm going to say is everything you've seen on TV. Forget that. That was one of my questions. Forget that. Let's let me ask this one. What's the most realistic, according to the community of witches that you're a part of? What's the most realistic TV show or movie that depicts witchcraft <laughs> in any kind of way? None. Okay, zero. Uh, you Are there know, any that get like? Uh, there's elements of it. Take the supernatural stuff where the, where an actual thing appears or this or that. You know, mm-hmm. where it's a fucking fight with magic brooms and wands and shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, is there any practices that you recognize in, say, Harry Potter or? Yeah. In, oh yeah. Uh, maybe there's there's a fuck ton of terminology. Right. Um, there is un- an underlying current of the occult and of witchcraft practice. In all the Harry Potter movies. Right. Um, but it's, like I said, about the Bible or the occult, you have to have had that experience and then gone back and looked at it again right. to understand it. You have to be able to filter it properly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's to a layman or somebody who hasn't studied it, they're not going to see it. So that makes me wonder, like, how much information about witchcraft, legit witchcraft, did J.K. Rowling uh, absorb? Yeah, I wonder There's a where, lot in there. I wonder what she would call her. I mean, she's. I think she's a secular atheist. Uh, she's an English person. I don't think you're allowed to be anything other than that at this point. I think so, if I had to, f- I, I don't know, but if I had to venture a guess, I would say that she's probably somewhat on the traditional craft path with ceremonial side Yeah, I wonder because there's she a lot it. of Latin in a lot of ceremonial in her writing. So, you know, she's probably... Who knows? Maybe she was a member of uh, the Golden Dawn. Right. Maybe she was a member of some of that high magic, ceremonial magic uh, sorcery with her traditional background. Because yeah. that's possible. That's what I feel from that. So what you're saying is Illuminati confirmed. Cover <laughs> for sure. Okay. So we're getting down to the bottom of this. So, I mean, we sell a lot of books. So take mm-hmm. that in mind. Uh, you know, full disclosure, uh, some of the books that you might recommend here are for sale at MRB.com. But right let's say somebody wants to get into traditional witchcraft mm-hmm. and just wants to start that. And, and we're telling you right now, it's it, you're saying it's kind of a difficult thing to it, just jump into from it, a certain perspective. If you're a Christian or Catholic Christian, sometimes it can be, it depends on how, um, it depends on where you're at in your mindset, but okay. yeah. Well, what's some, what's a good book or two? Well, um, if they're interested in traditional witchcraft, it's going to be traditional witchcraft, by Gemma Gary. Okay. Gemma Gary uh, is my favorite. I've got a few authors that I really, really respect mm-hmm. and appreciate because of their knowledge and their 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 writing style and their experiences. And Gemma Gary is one of them. Uh, she owns Troy Books. Amazing, amazing woman. She really, she's awesome. Um, she has a podcast too, doesn't yeah, she? Well, yeah. she doesn't have a podcast. Oh. She's been on podcasts. Okay. Um, yeah. I work with her to get the, a lot of the books that I have on our website mm-hmm. d- directly from her publishing house. But traditional witchcraft, um, she has is the one that I would start with. And then from there, there's several 
that she's written uh, that you can branch off and, and expand and learn more. What can you expect to get out of uh, tradi- uh, the traditional witchcraft book? What You're going in with nothing. What are you going to come out with? You're going to come out with a basic understanding of your place in the practice. You're going to come out with a basic understanding of what your potential could be or what what you might be good at. Yes. Uh, You're going to have a basic understanding of how to move through the world. Um, And they're very basic, but it's the, the thing is the more you grow as a witch and the more you revisit that book, the more you learn Right. because your experiences will be allow you to read something else there read between the lines you'll learn a bit more so she teaches a lot about um, the basis of the spiritual walk there you're also going to learn a lot about the symbolism you're going to learn about initiation Um, you know why we use bones why we use specific herbs Mm. Um, you know what what the symbolism of light and dark actually means you know there's there's a lot in that book and then she expands in the other books that she's written. Another one would be Treading the Mill by Nigel Pearson, or Nigel Pearson, but it's um, spelled Pearson is his last name. Another one, fantastic writer. Um, And that's for traditional. Yeah, it's another traditional witchcraft book. Uh, Very valuable. What if somebody wanted to get an overview? Because let's say they don't understand... Uh, necessarily which maybe they're not English and they don't that, mm-hmm. that doesn't resonate with them and the Celts and all that stuff so mm-hmm. what if they wanted to get an overview of, of all of the different kinds of witchcraft is there any kind of resource that would go into just some history and there's, just kind of name mm-hmm. all of the sects or groups yeah or? there's um, well a lot of uh, there's actually and I'm trying to think of the name of it there's an encyclopedia so there's it follows the same pattern. There's an encyclopedia of demons, mm-hmm. um, and there's an encyclopedia of the witchcraft practice. Okay. Um, totally different authors, totally different subject matter, but it's out there. And I don't know the exact name of it, but if you were to Google, yeah, you're going to find it. They know it. how to do that. Yeah, you're okay. going to find it. So there is that resource and, out there. But it, it, it is a resource, but it is very minimal. Okay. So it's just giving you the basics. Right. So, so that you can kind of find maybe yeah. one that makes sense to you if that's mm-hmm. something you're interested. Not that I'm trying to proselytize this, but I think it is interesting because yeah. it's it's in this weird place where we have competing religions mm-hmm. that are kind of the mainstream stuff, and and in my view, for me, and it, and looking at the generations of, of young people, whether that's the parents' fault or mm-hmm. the indoctrination's not working, whatever, uh, it's boring. Mm-hmm. People are bored of these arguments. I think at this point, uh, but you know, I would like to. History's like filled to, with with all of people making those claims. I'd like Nietzsche to, said that too. I'd like to clarify something here. So you have all of these different types of witchcraft, right? Right. All these different names and all these different ways and blah blah blah. The thing that I love about this is it. There are thousands of streams that lead to the same, the same ocean. Okay. So you can come from all these different directions, but you're going to end up in the same pool with everyone else at the very end Mm -hmm. because everyone's working towards a common goal here and it all ends in the same space. So honor the dead, honor the life. (laughs) But so basically you're going to end up in the same spot. The reason why there are so many different aspects is because there are so many different races there are so many different continents there's different plants 
animals, There's not that many continents. <laughs> plants, <laughs> sorry, animals, sorry. minerals, things to work with, ideas and traditions. But when it comes to the craft, it all leads to the same space. So like with the strega tradition, basically, which is Italian witchcraft, you're, the underlying current is identical to traditional witchcraft, but how you get there is different. Right. So anyways, right. I wanted to say that there's many different aspects, but it all goes the same place. Uh, one question that I wish I would have asked you before this was, mm-hmm. uh, cause I did a bunch of research on, on Russia several times when I worked for time suck. Yeah. And one thing that I learned there was that witchcraft and, and the occult and uh, mm-hmm. paganism in general, way more popular, mm-hmm. uh, than in Europe. Uh, but I'm, I wonder what the numbers are in Europe and Russia and a few other places compared to what the, you know, because the United States is very, very heavily one religion with many, many different mm-hmm. sects. Right. And uh, we have other religions, of course, but mm-hmm. the populations just aren't that high. We have, you know, 60, 70% people are Christian. Right. You know, right. Blah, blah, blah. And uh, so it's kind of skewed here. Like the United States is one of the few Western countries that's still quite religious. You mm-hmm. know, most of the, the modern world has kind of, they're still religious. I mean, you know, England has a head of state that's also the head of the church. And right, but so, for all intents and purposes, they're secular, though. Basically, yeah. yeah. And so it's, I would, I would wonder, because I think witchcraft falls under a secularism. I think that's what scares a lot of uh, the traditional mm-hmm. organized religions, too, is that this will be the alternative. And I, partly I'm scared by it, too, because it does seem like there's a lot of unruly stuff mm-hmm. within the occult and the pagan world mm-hmm. and a lot of really woo-woo, deluded, mm-hmm. you know, idiots. There is. Idiots. There is. Uh, I hate to be that guy to say that because I'm an idiot, too, but it's it's really bad. Mm-hmm. But it's really bad in Christianity. It's really bad in Islam. Yes, it is. It's really bad in That's in why you get Hinduism. these people driving trucks into friggin', you know, mm-hmm. buildings and shit. So we suck. Yeah. But that's why, I, again, the reason why I can't do anything but support witchcraft in a sense, like I'm against credulity. I really am. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm all about reason. But the if we're going to choose to go clump together in some tribal way for a spiritual reason, mm-hmm. I think women... In general, and men too. Men can be very attracted to this for reasons that have nothing to do with women. Mm -hmm. But uh, it is a place where women have control to be the powerful source Mm -hmm. instead of subservient subservient to a male force. Right. It's a place where even if you want to be credulous, as I guess I would put it, and put gods involved and have deities and things like that, Mm -hmm. uh, you can make them female mm-hmm. and and that's empowering to a person in your mind. You mm-hmm. know, it doesn't matter what society says, like that's something that will probably help you. Well, I'm sorry. And but of I, any race, I, it can be of your race. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be, Oh, this white lady or this, you know, it's, you know, it's well, I mean, you can go all the way back to, is it Sumerian for Inanna? Remember yeah, the, I think so. yeah, or, I think, yeah. Was it some Babylonian? Maybe it was Babylon. Okay. Um, Inanna. So Inanna was a God. Right. She was a goddess. She's one of the original goddesses before God became a man. And that's way, way, way back pre-Christianity by, you know, I yeah. don't know how many. Six, eight thousand years. So it's I just, so Inanna was the creator. She was the mother. And so God, quote unquote God, has only been male for a short period of time. Um, 
it hasn't been that long. Right. I mean, in our life, yeah, it seems like it's been fucking forever. But it hasn't been. <laughs> the whole been. time, really, for me. Right. Well, <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it hasn't been that long. So. How quickly we forget. I know. We do. And, and it's not. It, the concept of God, however useful it might be on some level, it's obviously divisive because mm-hmm. there can be only one in, in these. It's really, there's a difference between a polythe- polytheism and monotheism. Oh, it's in this, in the major way that if you, if there's only one God, yeah, what a problem, mm-hmm. what an absolute problem in humanity. That mm-hmm. makes our little blue ball in space, this little sparkly bit of mm-hmm. shit. That's always sparking dumb right. shit. Right. Well, all the other planets are like, well, we got over that. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, but like, at least with polytheism, it's like, what you worship the tree, fucking dork. I worship the fire hydrant, <laughs> right? You know? And it's like, oh, okay, right. Well, you know, and and uh, at least it, we can get along. We both worship a thing. The thing is, um, you had mentioned something earlier, and you referred to me or my mindset as deism, and I don't know if I agree or disagree with that statement. Um, I'm not sure. I do know that I don't look at God. I don't have a God. I don't believe in God. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't believe in a consciousness either. Um, I believe... A higher power. I don't believe in a higher power. I believe in uh, the, the creative source, you know, whatever that is. It's neither male or female, good or bad. You know, it's indifferent, doesn't matter. But it is a source of creativity. Right. Now, is that deism? Deism, the idea of deism is, uh, yeah, I think in a sense, yes. But no, like I think deism is more around the idea of an actual, you know, all-knowing thing that doesn't give a fuck. Okay. Uh, is From what I understand of deism, you know, you can think of people like, I think Thomas Jefferson was probably a good example of a deist where he took the Bible and he, and he took all of the supernatural things out Mm -hmm. of it. He rewrote Mm -hmm. the Bible and just took out all the miracles of Jesus and all of the Mm -hmm. talking snake, you know, all the things that, all the symbolism that works with your subconscious. Right. So (laughs) basically I think really what deism was, was a way to be an atheist in a time where it was very difficult to be an atheist. Where you're like, I think there's a God. Sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, but he doesn't give a, there's no evidence that he gives a fuck about you or about what you want to do for dinner or what your child's going to do in college or fucking, you know, if you get across the street, whatever, your prayers don't matter to this thing. Right. That's what a deist is. I think. Well, I agree with that, but I don't think it's a thing. I don't think it's a decision making thing. Right. I don't think it's a conscious thing. Okay, so it doesn't have to be all-knowing then, maybe. I, I obviously don't know enough about it. And I'm not I, sure. I've never I'm, been interested in being a deist. But I'm I know that curious. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I basically think that, that God has all the power to create the universe, but is doesn't care about you, is the deism. Oh. While I think, you know, theism is absolutely a personal God that is that is... If you pray to this God that has a plan for you, mm-hmm. and that, you know, he will change the plan. And he will help you and, mm. and he's out there looking for you and he's going to make it so there's no pain for you or something. Mm-mm. I don't know. Yeah, I don't I know, know what that. it is, but the deism makes more sense. It's like, obviously he doesn't give a fuck because there's a lot of pain in your life. Right, he's right. not looking out. <laughs> and if, if God was looking out for us, there wouldn't be cancer and babies and fucking, you know what I mean? Right. And if he could heal the sick, mm-hmm. he could heal the amputees too. Have you ever mm-hmm. seen a person grow an arm back? Right. Yeah. So when we give credit to God for like, oh, he he made that person well again, 
It's like it, that. It, that only counts for inside. What about? Yeah. That person was burned. Can yeah. he fix the burn? That seems maybe even easier than cancer. Yeah. Right? Why did he allow the burn to happen in the first place? Right. Yeah. So the deism is for people that are I like, know. I can't reconcile. I'm right. sorry. God's will doesn't doesn't make it okay to right. watch this baby die from bone cancer. Fucking. See, and I think I think honestly, deism is even a step further from where I'm at, um, potentially. Because I don't... It sounds like it. I don't think of uh, any type of consciousness entity of... I just don't. I think of a... I don't know. A creative element, I guess. Yeah. Well, that's almost like the Big Bang. (laughs) Very much so. Very much so. Yes. The end of a universe Um, mm -hmm. creates a new universe. Right. Who knows? The fact that we don't know and that we're so far away from knowing... Even though, I mean, the Big Bang is a, is a scientific theory, which means it's a highly tested hypothesis that mm-hmm. is basically mathematically true, physically true. Right. Uh, <laughs> we still don't know enough about it to to be definitive. We don't know how it happened. We don't know where it came from. We don't know what right. that means, right. all that shit. Right, right, We know that it's possibly 1010, and that makes me think that we're in a computer. But then that, <laughs> right. at, that, at that sense, then that means that there's a whole other reality out there that yes. has computers and people that work them and all that shit, and right. then all of the exact same questions exist there. Well, that's just it. If Fuck. this is a program, I mean, then <clears throat> we all as humanity have the capabilities or the opportunity, maybe not the capabilities, but the opportunity to hack the system. Right. And that's what I'm trying to well, do. Well, dude, right now, if we're in a simulation right now, mm-hmm. we're in a simulation talking about the simulation right. to other members of the simulation right. who are going to think about being in a simulation, not knowing maybe perhaps that they're even in a simulation, right. that their simulations themselves, mm-hmm. for my for my simulation, right. and then... There's some some stuff going on there. Yeah, potentially. <laughs> There's potentially. What the fuck? Somebody is alarmed on one the other zero, side of this zero, simulation zero, zero. where they're like. Basically, Neil deGrasse Tyson yeah. is uh, I think probably Satan, is what I just said. I am. <laughs> <laughs> we went all over the place there at the end, but that was a lot of a lot of interesting conversationals. Well, thank you for the great questions. About the witchcraft. I still have thank more. You, I you. still have a bunch. I, I know, know that there's not a lot of them that are close to. Uh, uh, reality as far as witchcraft movies, but mm-hmm. what's your favorite witchcraft movie? Oh, Practical Magic. Is it? Mm-hmm. Right on. Is it because it's a good movie or is it because it's, it's heartwarming? It's a, or? it's a good movie. And at the with the time that it came out um, and it was released, that period of my life, I could deeply relate to one of the characters in the movie. Mm. And uh, yeah, I just I just love it. And it's heartwarming and it feels nice. If you were going to talk to a young person that wants to be, male or female, that wants to mm-hmm. be a uh, practicing witch or warlock or wizard or whatever, right. uh, those the male terms don't sound very good. Mm-hmm. But uh, what are some, what's a bit of advice, and then I have a follow-up question, but what's some advice you would give to somebody? What's some pitfalls that they've got coming their way? What's something to avoid? Uh, something to avoid. But what uh, advice would you give them, first of all? Well, goodness. Don't do it. <laughs> no, always do it. Right. Always do it. The advice that I would give them uh, would would be you got to start at home. You got to start with yourself. Um, Get your shit together. Yeah. That's part of so witchcraft. You have to be able to have, first of all, if it's a young person, I would let them know if you're drinking, quit drinking. Okay. If you're doing drugs, stop it right now. Shit, I can't do that. 
if you are um, if you are find yourself as an, an insomniac you need to first and foremost uh, basically find out why why are you an insomniac let's discover where that that's let's start there or if so they, maybe some therapy yes if they're depressed uh, we need to find out why hmm. let's start there so it's you have to clean your own porch before you can move forward. You see why I like witchcraft guys a little bit more than I like <laughs> name a religion where they're like, Hey, you know, let's dig deep into your psyche and figure out what's going on with you. Uh, before you start all of our belief stuff and all now, of our leaps I, of faith. I could throw a book at them and say, start here, read, and they're not going to get anywhere right. and they're going to get discouraged or they're going to follow a path. That's they're lying to themselves and they're not going to get the outcome that they're looking for or they're just going to fall down the woo-woo rabbit hole mm-hmm. and they're going to become credulous and they're going to believe anything and that's the last thing that we need on this planet right yeah. now we need more self-aware individuals yes. we need more individuals that are challenging their belief system and their ideology and understanding themselves so that would be the advice insomniac find out why depressed find out why quit drinking quit doing drugs um clean up your porch before we move forward and then i can guarantee you your life is going to be so much more fulfilling once we get past that right now you're ready to start learning learning some stuff okay now then where do they go uh well they move advice after that say somebody's got that they've got their shit together they've Mm -hmm. gone to the therapist and they've figured oh, out the non-drinking okay they still smoke pot right but right. they're not doing drugs right i'm talking heavy heavy i know I'm, detrimental i think everyone knows yeah. that at this point but uh so the next thing is um yeah buckle up because this is gonna be a bumpy fucking ride well that doesn't sound like i want to i'm do that. sorry i'm bumpy sorry how? What, what's the first bump that's coming well it really depends people on don't the, like you anymore because you wear all your goth clothes you, now. no 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 that's not it do you um, wait the first thing is you have to do you go buy a pointy hat and goth clothes God damn it it's not is it <laughs> it's not that easy come on you can't wear the uniform and then you're witch. no there's it i can't answer that i honestly can't answer what the next step is because it's so individual for each person okay um see that's and good. i and i don't know the pitfalls because they're also very personal i also like witchcraft because it's not easy to get into just like this because it's not a again an ideology they're like here's the pamphlet here's the book we meet on tuesdays we've got all the bullet points for you to copy and i like that because then it's like it's really just people exploring themselves in some way trying to figure out what works for them Mm -hmm. and what the fuck else are we doing anyway i mean well without witchcraft that's what i'm doing is trying to figure out ways to handle my brain properly so that i can be not a shitlord i would like to touch on one thing here so a lot of people may be wondering why why are we working on ourselves what's the point that's all this is no that's not all this is right you work on yourself to get to know yourself, which you will never fully, truly know yourself in theory, but you're going to know where you're at now and you're going to know where you're at as you grow because you're going to continue being self-aware. The things you really <clears throat> want to know are now, how evil you can be, how sad you can be. How, go ahead. Now, as you move forward, knowing yourself allows you to understand your emotions where they're coming from and why you feel the way you feel. Okay. Also, you have faced your fears that you have in this moment. 
you have looked at them, you know where they're coming from, you know what experience led you there, you know what they feel like, all right? So the reason why all of that is necessary is because intention is where the magic, quote unquote magic is. It's with your laser focus. You cannot laser focus on something with a single, remember happiness, what we did with the sigil? You know how I said, uh, not just what the word is, but what it means to you. Mm-hmm. Picture that in your head. Focus on it when you draw your sigil. When you have laser focus on one thing, let's just pick pick an idea. Okay. Okay, Oops. so basically what, what I'd like to start with is let's just say we, we all have had jobs. You know, we're, we're, we're all part of the workforce. Right. And we want a better job, a better paying job than what we've got. This is the best job ever. Yeah, but could be paid, could pay better. You know, and you find yourself in a situation where you want this job, um, and we've all known people that say, "I want a better paying job," but they don't, they don't seem to make the changes in their life to get a better paying job. Right. And you wonder, well, they want they keep, they keep saying they want this, but they're not actually doing anything about it. And I've found myself in that same situation in the past too, and that's where you have to kind of. Um, Basically, you have to dig a little bit to find out why. So intention, I keep coming back to this this idea of intention. Now intention, you intend on something. Everybody kind of knows what it's like to focus on something. But the best way to explain intention is desire. You know, you've got a desire for something. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, desire is part of being human. To desire to want, okay? Your desire has to be strong enough for something. Um, now desire is a subconscious thing too. So they say they want a better paying job, but they're not actually making the change to get a better paying job. Um, their desire just isn't there. They say they want it, but they're not working for it. So why is that? Oftentimes the desire isn't for a better paying job per se. The desire uh, is rooted, the desire basically is uh, rooted in a fear of more responsibility. They're afraid, they want a better paying job, of course they do, but they're afraid of more responsibility. Mm. So because of that, they don't actually put in the effort to get the better paying job. Uh, what's at the bottom of that lack, uh, the, that lack of desire for more responsibility? Oftentimes, People who, and they have a hard time admitting it, but individuals that fear a a heavier load, either they're already overtaxed Mm -hmm. in their life or, and which, you know, overtaxed, overloaded, whatever it may be. If you keep digging, you find that they want, they feel overtaxed because they want to be cared for. You know, they feel overburdened because they actually don't feel safe. They feel like they want they want to be taken care of. Um, maybe they're not getting the attention they need at home from their friends and family. Mm-hmm. Maybe they feel overburdened because um, their needs aren't being met. And that is the subconscious connection between desire. That's where... Uh, if if they're if they're witching their way through, they're doing spells and shit to get the better paying job, but it's not working. It's because it's not really what their subconscious is focused on. 
our subconscious fuels our desires. And if your subconscious is focusing on, I need to be taken care of, and your conscious is like, I want this better paying job. And in the middle, the bridge that's connecting those two is a fear of responsibility. It's never going to work. Right. So you're never going to unwant the things that you want. You can't. It's part of being human. You want it. The more you tell yourself you don't want it, the more you're going to bury that shit in your subconscious, the more you're going to want it. Okay, so that's why working on yourself is so important. Mm. Understanding your desires, understanding your innate focus, all right? And being able to be honest with yourself and say, yeah, I want a better paying job. And I'm just using these as examples, but I want a better paying job, but let's not be foolish. I am can't handle the responsibility of a better paying job because I'm not my needs aren't being fulfilled at home. So, the moment you're honest with yourself and you say, "Hey, husband, wife, children, mother, sister, roommates, doesn't matter." Um the moment you communicate your need or your desire for connection, your desire to be taken care of, to be loved, whatever it may be. The moment you communicate that, you've satisfied the desire because you can't squash it. You have to make that desire. You have to fulfill it. Mm -hmm. You have to make it happen. So once you fulfill that desire, then all of a sudden the doors have opened up and you're able to accept more responsibility on that bridge. And then you can go after that better paying job and you'll actually be driven to get that better paying job. Does does that make sense? Absolutely. Okay, so working on your subconscious, whether you're involved in witchcraft or whether you're not, is hugely important to opening doors to your future and to opening doors to the path that you desire to be on. But you first have to assess your subconscious desires and you have to be honest with yourself and dig and don't ever be ashamed of what you find ever because there is no shame in human traits there's no shame in desiring something there isn't unless it's to wear the flesh of other people well <laughs> and a few other then, things in that vein. then if you dig honestly if you dig you're not going to find that as the base desire you're going to find, find a brain tumor probably in you're, that person. well you'll probably find a lack of acceptance you also know, if, a brain tumor. if you dig, you'll find that, you know, there's childhood trauma right. that has made them feel unaccepted or unlovable or unloved. And that's why they have to wear the skin of another human. Right. Okay. So I'm sorry. We don't need to psychoanalyze this, this imaginary no. person. I'm just saying the, the, this path has more physics and psychology and self-awareness and emotional intelligence than any other path that I've ever been on. It requires it. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Is yeah. that it seems like there's a discipline that's required before you even start. And Absolutely. I, that's really rare. Not to say that other religions don't require some sort of discipline. Right. All ideologies require right. hyper-discipline, actually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But this is a self-discipline that is uh, right. that is psychologically required for Which humans is, to get to become emotionally mature. Right. Which is why I would tell the, the young adult... Assess your depression, assess your insomnia, get to the bottom of it, find out why. Otherwise, nothing is going to work. Your intention will be skewed by desire. Fucking And your desire is buried. So let's find out what those desires are 
and then we can move forward. Hell yeah. Okay. All right. So what? <laughs> <laughs> I hope that made sense. I think it did. Okay. Well, I have a thousand more questions, but I think this will be for MRB at some other point in time, perhaps. Okay. Or maybe we'll address it again in the future if people have questions. Maybe. Yeah. Info at scatcast.com. You yeah. know the drill. Patreon.com forward slash scatcast. All that shit. Mm-hmm. You can find some dipshit files, merch, all those things. Mm-hmm. Thank you to our trusted turd triad. Yes. Mr. Don the Shitbox Wizard. Mr. Chris the motherfucking Dookie Slayer of Discord. <laughs> And Bodhi, Bodhi. Sanyata, uh, our quartermaster. Yeah. And uh, who we're going to use your research at, at some point very soon, I'm thinking. Yeah. I'm, I'm, We've got a couple of I kind of want to put, uh, he did a lot of research on one topic that is very exciting to me. Mm-hmm. And I th- almost think it would be really good to like, maybe not next week. I think we need an, a gory serial killer next week. We do? I think we do. Okay. I mean, we got a whole group of listeners out there that are like, what the fuck? What's going on? What's, Where's what's the gory serial killer? shit. <laughs> so I think we're going to slip a uh, dipshit serial killer in there and then we're going to come forward with Bodhi's stuff. Cool. And you guys are going to love it. Right. Well, thank you to the Trusted Turd Triad and all of the Trusted Turd Council. Mm-hmm. Thank you to the Godhead for all the things that you guys do. Yes. And uh, thank you to Alan Sweeting in the Garbage Disposal. Mm-hmm. For making me hungry every day. Uh, and there's always a little kitty butthole on there. Not always, but almost. Every, it's amazing. Uh, wonderful community that's been built. Uh, and I have to say thank you guys here, mm-hmm. since this is the the first time I can really talk about Zachtober mm-hmm. at its completion and stuff. And so I won't, I won't go too long since this has already been a long podcast, but we're going to cover a lot of this stuff in actual video. Yeah, we'll do a video, mm-hmm. but, uh, thank you guys for that. Uh, I watched a video that Don put together mm-hmm. and ev- all of you guys contributed, uh, all of you guys, several people contributed to it's in the shit box mm-hmm. and it came at a time where I was, uh, I needed a little pick me up. I think I'd, I'd lost a lot of, I'd, I'd put out a lot of energy in the week mm-hmm. and I was, I was at my empty and that refueled me really heavily mm-hmm. and it was just good timing and so sweet and uh, to be honest I'm just thankful that I get to be part of your guys lives it's cool yeah so, me too yeah it's fun to have this little network here yeah. on this little corner of the earth and uh, this lovely audience so coming from an audience that was amazing at time suck this is also amazing mm-hmm. this is incredible this is to me it's a uh, a very special, special thing. So, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right, enough of my silliness. And thank you for sharing all the things that you shared with us today, oh, Mrs. Crypt Keeper. Thank you for asking. Now, I wish I could have asked 10,000 more questions because there's a lot to this stuff. I'm always here. But hopefully we, we figured out the uh, the differences between a few things mm-hmm. and we know how to do a sigil. Hopefully you guys did a sigil at home <laughs> of happiness or something else. I think my focus for this whole thing was to bring a bit of normalcy to witchcraft. Hmm. Um, take a little bit of the, I don't want to take the mysticism out of it because there is a lot in there just innately in the topic itself, mm-hmm. um, in the folklore and all of that. And, and you can't take it away cause it's part of what it is, but I kind of wanted to demystify a bit of the, the, the stories and the ideas about a witch that people may carry with them that are detrimental to or stopping them from learning about them or becoming friends with them. Right. You know, it, yeah, you're going to have your fucking assholes no matter where you go. Right. But the majority... And ideology that, makes us all, even yeah, smart, smart people, know, assholes. Even very empathetic people become assholes when they're ideological. But the majority of the ones that I've ran into, harmless, harmless mm-hmm. folks. Very interesting, very sweet. Yeah. Yeah, they are. Well, God bless every one of you. <laughs> And, I, and when I say God, I mean Jesus God. 
<laughs> and when I mean Jesus God, the version I'm talking about is the very powerful baby Jesus God. Uh, oh, really? Yes. Okay. So that's what I mean when I say that. Well, I'm not offended that you want to send me your blessings. Yeah. I appreciate your blessings. Tots and as pears. long as they're not uh, laced with hatred and m- malfeasance. You know, they might have had some of that. <laughs> I don't know. All the people arguing about all the things, I hope you guys have peace. Yeah. I hope you guys just realize that, you know, your farts smell bad. Yeah. And that's funny. <laughs> and so does that other guy or gal that you hate. Their farts smell bad. Everybody, it's maybe not yeah, as funny, but yeah, it's still funny. Everybody shits. Everybody stinks. Everybody... Is insecure. A, yeah. No one knows no the one, answer to any of the major nobody questions. Nobody has any, and no, nobody knows the what Pope. the fuck they're doing. No, not any Ayatollah. We're all working. Pope. We're all trying not to understand. Yeah, but none of king, us know. Not a philosopher. Nope. No uh, one in the history of ever. Nope. Has had all the answers. That's why we're all in a simulation. <laughs> Listen to me, because I have the answer. <laughs> and I'll talk at you in the future. And it'll seem like the present. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bing bong. Poop out of my butt face. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> <laughs> Your face. <laughs>